0: Strom builds the most comfortable call you'll ever make.
1: Yeah, it's Friday. Crazy radical. Gary Lewis with you. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. If you're a veteran, hope you had a great Veterans Day. We thank you again because that's just what we do. Uh, three things I think you need to know brought to you by Strongville Plumbing Air and Solar. Uh, number one, this is a big deal. Uh, so a lawyer foia the CDC. Said, I want answers to something. Do you have any record of an unvaccinated person that had COVID recovered, got it again, and spread it to somebody? And the CDC responded back because they had to and said, nope, which is a big deal. Uh, as one lawyer tweeted out, lawyers are smelling blood in the water. Why are you forcing a vaccine mandate if people have natural immunity and there's no record of them spreading it to anyone else? Like this is a big deal we'll get into that. Second thing, that I think you need to know happened toward the end of the show yesterday. So the the Houthis are a terrorist group backed and funded by Iran. They went into what the American Assembly uh, we had been we did have an American embassy. We uh, got out of there in 2015 uh, in Yemen, uh, but we still employed uh Yemeni people. To work there and the hooties go in there because they're terrorists and they start holding these people hostage demanding things right and they start demanding things well uh, background back in February Joe Biden and his uh, dopey step he has no idea that it actually happened Uh, they actually took away Trump's designation of the hooties as terrorists we will be nice to them we will be nice to Iran I mean they know Iran supports and and funds these people, we'll take it away. So they take it away, what happens? They do what terrorists do. That's a big deal. And the media is trying to hide it, by the way. The media is trying to hide it as best they possibly can. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know uh, is, and we talked about it yesterday with Katie Hobbs. Um, talanya Adams is the black woman and she's a big-time Democrat, by the way. Love, I went to her Twitter page. Loves Nancy Pelosi. She, again, got uh, the court to say twice that Katie Hobbs, who's running for governor, secretary of state, evil person, that Katie Hobbs is a racist. Well, she starts putting documents on Twitter. From the hearing, because she just again, Katie Hobbs. The court just awarded this lady two point seven five million dollars because of Katie Hobbs' racism of firing her when she said, "How come I'm not making as much as that white guy over there by thirty thousand dollars?" One of the documents uh, shows Katie Hobbs' sworn statement where she said, "If I would have known this lady would have, uh, basically, and I'm, I'm summarizing. It, if I would have known that, uh, you know, this lady said I was uh, discriminating against her, I would have, and if I could have talked to her, I would have corrected her. You would correct her." You would correct her, and that's by the way. After uh, now, the courts have twice found Katie Hobbs as to being racist. I would have corrected her. Here you go. Here you go, black woman. I would have corrected you. I'm the white woman. I mean, that's a big deal, isn't it? Three things. I, I mean, I think it's a big deal. Three things. I think you need uh, to know. Um, and speaking of racism, and we and we could play all kinds of Joe Biden sound bites of him being racist, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's. Uh-huh. I got right. Uh, I I got this from my my friend trucker Dan yesterday, and uh, yes, wow, we had a good time talking about this. <laughs> I, if, if I if I'm going to anticipate where you're going, yes, this is
1: so wow. I mean, and you could you could I, I could see it both ways, right? You can make the case that Joe Biden misspoke because he misspeaks all the time, right? He read the prompter wrong, whatever it might be.
2: But at the same
1: time. Joe Biden has a history of saying racist things. If you're black and you vote for Trump, you ain't really black. We have that one. Uh, if you have to go to a 7-Eleven, you need a slight Indian accent. There's that one. Uh, there's one where he said, uh, you, and that, that was like, it's like that wait, was years ago. Yeah, that was back in like 07 maybe, yeah. Yeah. right, 07. Uh, I mean, you, you you can go on and on. There was one where he basically said that black people – just can't figure out uh, how to get a lawyer and an accountant. Remember that one? There's, there's, yep. we, we can go on and on, right? We can go on and on. He actually, I believe, dropped the N word one time during a Senate hearing. Of course, just to make his point or something like that. But, so we have that. So, but he's like stuck on this this Satchel Page stuff. We mentioned Satchel Page, I think, last week. Whatever. So he brings up Satchel Page. That's all you can remember. Uh, well. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, you know I don't I don't think I'm wrong on that one. I I've, I've been around people who've had advanced dementia. They don't remember the new stuff. It's always really? the old stuff. Like I I,
1: deeper... I wonder if it was in the in the prompter or like he started going off the cuff and then his his yeah. people are like, "Oh, here we go again." Yeah. By the way, I I want to hear uh Kamala's reaction. Why why isn't why in the media asking Kamala what she thought? I I know, I know. But come on. Right? So Biden's up there on Veterans Day making a speech and just starts bringing up Satchel Page. And he was talking about another another black man, but then brought up Satchel Page. Uh, yes, number number 68. I know. I know. Just, just listen to this. You probably heard it, but if you didn't, just listen.
2: You know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro leagues went on to become a great pitcher in the pros. That just happened. Major League
1: Baseball after Jackie Robinson. His name was Satchel Paige. One more. You heard it, right? Again, you can make the case that he meant to say the great Negro League baseball player. The great Negro League pitcher. But he said the great Negro. This is where the late great rush would have had a field day. Because remember when uh, uh, Al Sharpton, what was it? Uh, uh, Puff the Magic Negro. I think he did like a whole big spoof on. This is going back probably 15 years. And the media, of course... Just tried to label Russia racist, and he simply used Al Sharpton's words. So, um, what? Just one more time. You know, I've adopted the
2: attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro League. <laughs> on pause it right become...
1: there. So the best part is that there's this liberal kooky website called Mediaite, and they t- they they wrote a story. Joe Biden, and keep that up there, Joe Biden did not refer to Satchel Paige as Negro in speech. Go
2: ahead. Attitude of the
1: great Negro at the time. There you go. That's all you need. This up. The great Negro at the time. Uh, Yeah, he did. And then he said Satchel Paige. So media, I literally, they wrote a story about it and then they tweeted it. They tweeted the story. No, Joe Biden did not refer to Satchel Paige as a Negro during Veterans Day speech. Go back to the beginning and play one more time. Are you sure? Yes, yes.
2: You know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro League, went <laughs> on to become a great pitcher in the pros into the Major League Baseball after Jackie Robinson. His name was Satchel Paige. Yes,
1: so yes, he actually did. And here we go with the words... Women are men. Men are women. Illegal aliens are not here illegally. They're undocumented. They're not even undocumented. They're just they're just non citizens. It it just goes on and on, right? Uh, undocumented hikers instead of illegal aliens. It goes on and on. The headline: No, Joe Biden did not refer to Satchel Page as a Negro during Veterans Day speech. Actually, he he did. Can you imagine if Trump had that gaffe? I mean. The media for four years took everything Trump said out of context. And the biggest example, of course, is what happened in Charlottesville, right? 100%. And then the second biggest is, of course, when he came down the escalator with beautiful Melania. And he
2: said they're, sending, and he said they're
1: sending, you're sending the worst people, sending yep. rapists and murderers. And, and then he said, and then some are good people. But they always left that part out. Like That's what they do. We literally just played you Joe Biden's words. And they're already trying to cover for this guy, right? They're already trying to cover for him. And uh, the, the dude literally said that. He literally said that. So, I, I again, I, I don't know. I don't care. Um, Is it okay for other people to use that word? Now? Matter of fact, it actually isn't. And I got, I got to take a, I got to take, we got to take a break. I, I just looked at the clock. It's actually, uh, I think, illegal. What? I'm not kidding you. It's actually like I'll explain. You're gonna love the explanation. It's like illegal that Joe Biden said that. Literally, I'm not kidding you.
2: Uh,
1: okay. Do you know who made it that way? Uh, I'll get it. 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 Okay. Don't don't go anywhere. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792. Sons. Mo most- Your art support store. 621 Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM 792 Suns most stimulating talk. Um. <laughs> so this this is this is the best. This is the best. Uh, what was Joe Biden's job before he was uh, illegally named president? He was vice president, right? You know, he claimed to be a, a professor somewhere, and he, that never happened. After I left the office, I was a president the University of Pennsylvania. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Okay? Um, who was his boss? Who was his boss, right? It was It was uh, Barack Obama. Okay? Barack Obama. Let me take you back uh, to a story that I have here from PBS, leftist PBS, no- uh, May twenty second, 2016. Obama signs bill eliminating "negro." <laughs> yeah, not black. this. This is what it is. Basically, said it's illegal for federal workers to use that term. Also, Oriental. What? Yep. What it is. So, uh, I'm assuming that Biden just doesn't even remember that Barack Obama signed this bill, saying he's banning the words. From federal workers, federal law, anything. They can't, and and Biden's a federal worker, can't use the word Negro. Like that. I'm not making it up. It's there. His, even a guy that's currently probably running the country, uh, Obama and, and George Soros, telling Biden what to do. Not kidding. As 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 Joe Biden said, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. May of 2016, Barack Obama signed a bill into law banning the federal government from using the term "negro," permitting African American instead. <laughs> so Joe Biden, what is? Should he be arrested? Should he be fined? I, I whatever. It's telling you. Well, if it was Donald Trump, he would be uh, impeached. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? Right this is the racism we're talking about. And he's a racist and a racist and a racist and a racist. Where is Maxine Waters and the rest of those? Uh, Wouldn't it be nice, yes, just to yeah. hear what they had to say about this? They should be saying something about it. Someone do something. Say something. Yes. Something.
2: Somebody say something
1: quick. So, listen, this just it just gets worse and worse every <laughs> day and every week for this guy. Like that's oh, there there's no way of hiding it. Every day, every week, it gets worse and worse. Uh Goldman Sachs came out and said inflation is going to hurt the economy more than COVID. You thought the economy mm. became really bad when everybody lost their jobs. They inflation is so you have that, right? Then it comes out there was a tax policy uh analysis of his build back better deal, and it shows that he lies. He he lied again that uh middle class people are going to have their taxes raised from his giant spending build back better deal I'm hoping that his giant reconciliation really green new deal uh uh spending bill that'd be three and a half actually eight trillion out of 175 really five trillion who knows right they're hiding it they're hiding the price uh, I'm hoping because G- Joe Manchin must be getting just his his phone lines melted down. Email to down because he's coming out he's saying, "Yo, inflation's a big problem." Now that this comes out saying that, sex says inflation's going to hurt the economy more than COVID. That's going to give Joe Manchin hopefully, because I have no faith in Kirsten Sinema. She's a radical. She's just a very quiet radical. She doesn't want the attention that the other radicals want. I mean, look at her. She was down in Bisbee with those freaks. You had freak burned-out hippies in Bisbee yelling at her when she was officiating a wedding, and then you had freak liberals showing up dressed as Indians and who knows what. She was wearing a dress like she was in some kind of Disney movie, and they're out there singing. And she's a weirdo. She is a flat-out freaking weirdo, and she's a radical. Anyway, this could give uh, Joe Manchin the uh, the ability to say, "Yeah, not gonna happen, right? Not gonna happen. I can't can't do it. Can't do. It. It's gonna hurt the economy too much. Like we we can only hope that he would say something like that, right? We can only hope." Uh, but it just gets worse and worse for this clown Biden. I mean, every we have terrorists taking over an uh, an, an embassy, I, and and again doesn't even get that much that much play, right? Not even that much play. And then he's such an embarrassment. I haven't even brought up the fart. I haven't had a chance. This the from, fart is this from my, uh, last week? Yes, yes. The Duchess of Cornwall apparently has been telling people. This is from uh, the I believe the the Daily Mail. Yes. The Dutch when when Biden was over there, right? He's over there for the climate change conference, and then he farts.
2: That's <laughs> climate which, which
1: basically heats up the planet. He's worse than cows with the methane gas. Anyways, so Joe Biden contributed besides flying over there and then having an eighty-five car, uh, you know, uh, uh, caravan take him everywhere. Biden apparently farted loudly in front of the Duchess of Cornwall, and she's like, "I can't stop telling people. Seriously, she was blown away." Literally. Literally by what happened. <laughs> uh, an insider told the Daily Mail it was long and loud and impossible to ignore. So he's out here calling people, uh, calling Satya Page the, the great Negro, which Obama said you can't do, and it's just, you just can't. And then he's farting in front of this lady. He has no idea what he's doing. Just lets one slide. <laughs> That's not a slide, I know. man. Yet he pledged to reduce our methane emissions as quickly as possible. And, and so, great. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what's his name? Uh, Swalwell, when he uh, farted on. What's uh, with the Democrats farting in public all day. And if farts happen, it happens. I get it. So apparently, uh, I mean, you have the fart, you have him falling asleep, just disaster. So listen, listen, we're going to be okay. Uh, so I mean, I, I'm a little tired this morning. I had to host an event uh, last night for a friend. I was glad to do, it, happy to do it. And uh, there's about forty people there, and they wanted me to speak because that's just what I do. Um, and Almost everybody there was a listener, and I just, I just got to give, because one of the guys there was retired, and I'm like, does anybody not listen? And I said, no wrong answer, but I will totally shame you. And some guy raises his hand. His name is Ron. So I hope Ron's listening right now, because I'm just going to be all over. I said, tomorrow, I'm all over you, Ron. Ron. And he's like, who wakes? He, he raised it. I have a question. Anybody actually really wake up at 6 a.m. and listen to you? You know how hard it was for me, because I'm a likable person, and it would have been funny. I really want to help. My wife was there and she's like, can you, can you, can you not, can you not say anything controversial because it makes me uncomfortable and can you, t-? I'm like, "We are you serious right now? You watch all these broads screaming at each other on Bravo and it, so I held back just for her this one little bit, but when Ron's like, does anybody really wake up and listen to you every day? And I wanted to go, Ron, I'll bet your wife wakes up and turns me on every morning, but I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Until now. Uh, We'll continue. (laughs) She's up and listening, by the way. (laughs) We'll continue. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's Most... (laughs) Masters.com. Yes, uh, it is 6.31 on this Friday. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST, AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Uh, So... I was actually told this last night, and we got uh, more people uh, telling us that I know It's not just random people. Even though I, you know, random people are fine with me as well. But um, uh, it turns out there's going to be if if uh, a protest this morning. Uh, Tanka Verdi. If you're an upset Tanka Verdi parent, maybe you want to go support him because you just pissed off at kids getting masked up. Uh, Tanka Verdi Elementary School, 7:30 this morning. There is going to be a protest. I hope so many people show up. Uh, Again, I hope on Monday when they open up that other school, what what, what is that other school called again? It's because you can't just call anything George Washington School anymore because it's like all real. I thought it was Agua Agua Caliente is the school where they shut everything down for now we know 11 cases, which is ridiculous. But at Verde Elementary School, where they still have class going on, um, people are going to be protesting there. Starting at 7.30 this morning. So I'm giving you an hour heads up. An hour heads up to get out there, okay? Nothing at all. Um, oh, here we go. I'm getting more information. Apparently, get this. A, a friend of mine uh, who is involved in Tankoverty Schools says, what's worse is that there's a school fundraiser tomorrow. Tomorrow night off campus for the parents, no masks required, no vaccine or COVID status. And then those parents will have to send their kids to school 36 hours later on Monday with masks. Don't do it. Just simply don't do it. Again, what are they going to do? What are they going to? So um, where this event was really quick last night. It just it just happened because I, I got up there. One of the first things I said, maybe it was the first thing I said, listen, I I hate masks. Like, I hate them so much. And this place where we had this event didn't require you to have masks. But we got there, and of course, even though I'm a, I'm a germaphobe, but COVID has kind of eased me a little bit, um, shook people's hands, everything else. They started to serve dinner. I went to the restroom to go wash my hands. And I'm in there washing my hands, and then some schlep comes walking in in a mask. And it was like a bigger restaurant. Like, I don't want to give away the place, but it was a bigger restaurant. And it wasn't very busy. Like, we had a private room in the back. I believe this guy and his wife were the only. So anyway, I see this guy walk in with a mask into the into the bathroom. So he washes his hands, and then I notice, of course, is what I he he has a mask on, and then he he touches the faucet, to turn it off with his bare hand. I'm like, you don't you don't do that. You you let it run. You get the paper towel, then you use that to turn it off. But that's what I do. So anyway, uh, he leaves, and then I leave maybe 20 seconds after him, and I notice he literally is like walked back to his booth where his wife is. They are the only people in this room in the restaurant. And he's still wearing his mask as he got back. And I guess he was going to take it. I'm still standing up talking to the server and his wife. The dude literally, there was nobody in the restaurant. And he literally wore his mask, put it on when he's sitting there eating, puts it on, walks to the bathroom. Nobody's there. Walks back. Like, sick in the head. Like, these people are just flat out sick in the head. I have much more coming your way. Do not go anywhere. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790 Tucson's most zero dot Tucson.com. Oh, yeah. Actually, I should say
2: it smells better than brand new because when it was new, when we first moved in, it smelled like. Had the glue carpet. smell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ugh.
1: No smell. The new glue smell, the new carpet smell, like a new car smell. Yeah, now I'm out. Which is what it is, too, by the way. The new car smell is the glue. Yes. Glue the, in the carpet into your car, whatever that material is, if you want to call it that. Uh, Garrett Lastic, Lewis with you. Plastic what? smell? Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, okay. KNST 790 Tucson's most stip- uh, stimulating talk. Uh, Biden actually said, bad week to quit sniffing glue. Uh, <laughs> anyway, three <laughs> things I think you need to... I don't know. We just like that line. We like that line. That's airplane. Uh, number one, the CDC was foia by a lawyer. Lawyer said, do you have any record of an unvaccinated person that has recovered from COVID? getting it again, and then spreading it to another person. And the CDC said, our records indicate no. Which I guarantee lawyers are going to use in the court of law to say this is why we shouldn't have vaccine mandates for everyone. This is a big deal. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the Hooties, Trump said this group, this terrorist group supported and funded by Iran, the Hooties, Trump declared them a terrorist organization, a terrorist group. Biden, back in February... Said nope, I'm gonna remove that designation, and uh yesterday the hoodies stormed a it. compound that was our embassy when it when it was open in Yemen. we still had uh Yemeni people working there for us. They stormed it and are holding them hostage with demands. Good job, Biden. They're not terrorists, right? dolt third thing I think you need to know this Talanya Adams uh she is the black woman that sued Katie Hobbs. And the state, because she said she was fired from working for the Senate Democrats over racism and sexism, she's now posting documents proving it from the trial as well. And she's actually publicly calling out, right? Publicly calling out Katie Hobbs, saying when is she going to take responsibility and accountability? This is remarkable. We'll get to all this. We'll do that at 7.05, okay? That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Three things I think you need to know. Now I I have sent this woman a message on Twitter, a direct message. And I said, "Would you like to come on my show and talk about this?" She may not because, and, and politics shouldn't play into this, right? Like she should she should want to get her her story out. I actually said to her in the in the the message I sent her, "Not enough people are covering your story." Like in the next hour, I'll get to you the weak story that was put on the KVOA website. I have not seen any of it on K Gun or KOLD's fake news website. KVOA put an AP story. That well, I'll just tell you now, it didn't even mention Katie Hobbs.
2: Protecting.
1: Yeah. That's because the media is garbage. The T V media. Except for me, but I don't want to consider myself media. I'm just entertaining. I'm just entertaining. I'm just good looking. Uh charming. I mean, I'll let you I'll let you continue if you want. So yeah, that's that that's what I am.
2: You are oh, fake news. Oh,
1: come on. Come on. So this uh this CDC story is amazing. Right? It is amazing. Uh, I'll even put this screenshot up. I it may or may not fit on Instagram, but I'll put it on Twitter and and Facebook and everything else too, okay? Um a woman named Elizabeth Brem, B R E H M. She is an attorney at Siri and Glimstead. Now that Siri, I've been talking about this guy there's an attorney who has represented uh who has gone after the CDC and the FDA a lot in the past, okay? And his name is Aaron Siri. He's representing remember the story from last week, those like 12 or 13 doctors? He's representing them they're like, you know, we are trying to report all these adverse reactions from COVID shots. And uh you're ignoring them and this Aaron Siri. So this is from the this guy's law firm, okay? um and this is this is what is this is from uh Roger Ando the CDC FOIA officer Freedom of Information Act this FOIA so he writes dear Ms Brem the CDC received your September 2nd that's almost I mean geez a long time ago 2021 a FOIA request now this is I mean that's before Biden made his federal vaccine mandate So this is really amazing. So that's before, like, did they know this was going to happen? Maybe, maybe that they were starting to represent medical uh, professionals who were being told by their own employee, employers, maybe a hospital, whatever, uh, that you have to get the COVID shot. And people were like, but I already recovered. Doesn't matter. Right. So maybe it was even before the Biden stuff. It was just to go after businesses that were demanding this. Right. So the CDC said, we got your September 2nd, 2021, uh, FOIA request. Seeking, and this is what they wanted, quote, documents reflecting any documented case of an individual who, one, never received a COVID-19 vaccine, two, was infected with COVID-19 once, recovered, and then later became infected again, and three, transmitted SARS-CoV-2 to another person when reinfected. So they want to know, right? all right, does somebody really need to be told by their employer, you have to get this COVID shot or you're fired? And they go, but I already have it. I'm protected. No, I'm not good enough. So they said, Had, do you have any records of anybody that got COVID, recovered, didn't get a COVID shot, got COVID, recovered, got COVID again, and then gave it to somebody? So that's what they wanted. And the CDC FOIA guy said, uh, wrote, a search of our records failed to reveal any documents pertaining to your request. The CDC conveyed that this information is not collected. Oh, you don't want to know it? But they don't have it. They have no documents. No documents. So they admit it. This is a big, big deal. Uh, By the way, Gavin Newsom. We have some more Gavin Newsom news. Now, Gavin, can you get the Gavin Newsom soundbite from a couple days ago? where he said the quiet part out loud. He admitted after being gone for a couple of weeks and the daily mail was reporting, he had adverse reaction of getting his third COVID shot and the flu shot just a couple of days apart. And it caused major problems for him. That's I've heard a lot of people tell, I've actually had medical professionals tell me that they're like, we're telling people do not get your COVID shot and your flu shot together. Don't do it. It's not being reported. People are having major issues And it sucks. The government's hiding it. The the hospitals are hiding it. They're all hiding it. The CDC, the FDA, they're all hiding it, right? Uh, I want you to hear what Gavin Newsom said, again, if you missed it a couple days ago.
3: This is hard for me to say because it makes you even more unpopular than
1: I am in many camps. Uh, He loves hearing himself. Last year at this time, we all were... Bemused and confused when we saw a few states starting to see an increase in COVID. It's as if we learned nothing in the last year, the coverage of Colorado. It's somewhat inexplicable, they say. We really don't know why they're seeing an increase in Vermont and New Hampshire. Why the Northeast is experiencing an increase. California is now experiencing an increase. Well, we know why. There's a seasonality to COVID. There it is. Boom. It's not particularly difficult after a couple of years. Yeah, that's what we need. It's seasonality to COVID, which means, again, no matter what people do, no matter what states do, cities do, you can't stop it. Everybody's getting vaccinated. We still are seeing a spike. It's seasonal. People get the flu shot and they still get the flu. Masks don't stop it. Lockdowns don't stop it. Vaccines don't stop it. They don't work. So basically, that's what it is. Yet, and that was a couple days ago, yet Gavin Newsom put out a press release yesterday extending the COVID state of emergency until March 31st of 2022. Winter is coming, he said. Winter is here. We should be reminded last year we had a challenging winter. Well, there's nothing you could do about it. What? It's still a state of emergency. He wants the money, right? It's seasonal. There's nothing you could do. They're making everybody get the COVID shot. People are quitting left and right. They're getting fired left and right out there from hospitals, yet he's uh, the, the COVID emergency ex, uh, expands health care workforce. Yeah, good luck trying to find people. Good luck. Uh, much more coming up. Do not go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Sons, most schedule an appointment. Hi, uh, Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNSTAM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. So, uh, I'm gonna get to you some of this information that this, uh, that the rest of the media is just really not covering. Talanya Adams, she's that black woman that, uh, got, well, was able to prove in court twice that Katie Hobbs is racist. And she's a Democrat, a liberal Democrat. this Talanya Adams. She, uh, she proved that Katie Hobbs fired her over being a, a racist. Uh, a racist person and and got $2.75 million of our tax dollars. Katie Hobbs caused this. Wait till you hear the new info that is in this roundtable.
0: Carl Strong Bill the most comfortable call you'll ever make.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual. Happy Friday right here. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Tree things I think you need to know brought to you by Strongbuild Plumbing, air, and solar. Number one, um, the CDC had to answer questions to a lawyer's request. Lawyer said, do you have any records of a person that never got a COVID shot but had COVID and recovered? got it again, and then gave it to someone, and the CDC said nope. Which uh, I believe this lawyer will probably use uh, in, in a case to stop uh, either Biden's federal vaccine mandate or any employer's mandate. There's no proof that there are people are a danger. If they had COVID, they have antibodies. They're not a danger to anyone. That's incredible stuff. I'll, I'll put the letter on my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Just to give me a little bit. Uh, follow me on all those things. Second thing. I think you need to know. Uh, Joe Biden is such a loser, is such a corrupt failure. One of the first things he did when he got in there in February was to uh, take away the designation of this group called the Hooties as terrorists. See, Trump said they're terrorists. Biden said, nope, I'm going to take it away. Of course, they are terrorists. They are supported and funded by Iran. And the Hooties, after Biden in February said, yo, I'm going to take away this terrorist designation. Let's get, let's get, a, let's get, uh, Let's get along well, Iran. Well, the Houthis went in and stormed a building that was our embassy in Yemen. Uh, people that are Ye- Ye- Yemeni were still being am- paid by us as employees, still working there. Now these terrorists, even though Biden doesn't call that, are holding these uh, employees of our government hostage. Trump said they're terrorists, rightfully so. Biden takes away the terrorist designation, and they do what terrorists do. Hold people hostage. Uh, media trying to hide that. Third thing. I think you need to know, uh, is that, uh, this, this black woman who sued the state and, uh, called out Katie Hobbs and now won $2.75 million in court for a second time that Katie Hobbs was basically found to be a racist. Uh, she is calling out Katie Hobbs a lot. She's actually putting all kinds of documents on her Twitter account, which is phenomenal. And she wants to know when Katie Hobbs is going to take accountability. So, um, I think this is this is just great stuff. We're going to get into it right now. Three things I think you need to know. So the media is starting to cover this now, after we talked about it yesterday. They're starting to. And now we have Democrat on Democrat violence, because Katie Hobbs is our secretary of state, unfortunately, and she's also running for governor, right? It's a big lib. I guess she seemed like the best hope, even though she's going to get smoked by Carrie Lake. It's not even going to be close. Uh, well, now there's you probably never heard of these two other guys that are Democrats running for governor, but they're now attacking Katie Hobbs for basically being a racist. Also, it's not just me, not just this woman also, and not just the court saying it's true. Uh, it's it's there. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, and and I actually brought it up yesterday to, at this event where I, I was uh, asked to speak and. Uh, people heard about it, but only on my, on, on my show yesterday. So really quick KVOA actually cuz I was looking on the websites of the TV stations and they had nothing, none of the TV stations had a story except for KVOA and the KVOA story was so weak about this it didn't even mention Katie Hobbs like you wouldn't even know what happened Now they put in an associated press story on there but it was really edited very small the headline was jury issues 2.75 million verdict to fire to fire senate staffer I mean fired anyway Uh, And this is on KVOA's website. Jury awarded $2.75 million to legislative staffer who said she was fired from her job as a policy advisor for Senate Democrats because of discrimination based on her race and gender. Second victory, uh, trial victory for Talanya Adams, black woman who acted as her own lawyer and witness. By the way, they capitalized black, B for black. Really? Uh, Adams was awarded a million bucks in 2019. Senate uh, order to give her job back. Federal judge ordered a new trial last year. Damages likely to be reduced to 300 grand because of a cap on federal employment discrimination claims. Like that, and that's it. Nothing in there about Katie Holt. Like they really, the person responsible for it. Nothing, nothing in there. That's the media. So Talanya Adams is on Twitter. I sent her a message. I know she read it because the check mark next to it. Said you want to come on the show and give your side of the story. Uh, maybe she doesn't feel comfortable. I'm giving her a chance. The rest of the media, is, the liberal media is trying to hide it, right? And I can tell she doesn't like me because uh, she uh, retweeted a video of Nancy Pelosi speaking on the House floor. And she wrote, go Speaker Pelosi. She's all about it. I mean, she's, she's a she's a liberal Democrat. That's what she is. That's um, okay. But I'm like offering, see me, I'm offering her a chance to give her side of the story. So anyway, uh, Talanya Adams started uh, putting several tweets up with with uh, screenshots of evidence that was used in the trial. Uh, She put one up yesterday. Why won't Katie Hobbs take responsibility for firing me? It's kind of a big deal. More undisputed evidence in the record. And they had Arizona State Senate Comptroller Sandy Riley sworn testimony uh, from 2019 about this, about Hobbs' decision to fire me. And this, this is, this is all there, right? Um. So here, I'll read it. Here's the question that I'm assuming Telanya Adams, because I think she represented herself, was asking at that point, Arizona Senate, uh, State Senate Comptroller Sandy Riley. Uh, why did you call an ADOA attorney? And, uh, this Sandy Riley said to actually talk to them about, uh, they, they, they wanted, they, we wanted to be, I'm reading exactly as we wanted to be, uh, there to be a termination or they wanted there to be a termination. And, and then she was asked, and when you say they, who do you mean? And the answer was the people in the room. She goes, okay, who are they? Senator Hobbs, because at that point, she was a Senate minority leader, Jeff Winkler and Wendy Baldo. Okay. So they desired, they, they desired to fire Ms. Adams. Answer, Senator Hobbs and Jeff Winkler expressed that desire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why did you call an ADOA attorney? Answer, to see if we could do that while Ms. Adams was out on sick leave because she went to Seattle. It was a medical emergency for her son. Katie Hobbs is such a piece of garbage that she fired this lady when she went to go to Seattle to, to, to take care of her son who's had a medical emergency. So anyway, to see if we could do it while Ms. Adams was out on sick leave. So the question was then asked of this lady, was there some urgent reason why Ms. Adams needed to be terminated while she was out on sick leave? And the answer was, I don't know. So Katie Hobbs wanted it to happen. This is, this again, this is straight from this. This is not going to be good for Katie Hobbs, right? Not going to be good for Katie Hobbs at all. Huh. How about that? Um, so Katie Hobbs was actually testifying as well. And there was some testimony. Um, and they apparently did it over the phone. But anyway, that's what that's what they did. They did it over the phone. Isn't that nice? You're out there in Seattle taking care of your child that has a medical emergency. We just want you to know that you're fired. You're fired. So here is a quote. This is also another tweet that Talani Adams put out and she put a screenshot of uh, Katie Hobbs in her own words. And Katie Hobbs signed this September twenty first. Signed this 21st day of September 2015. Senator Katie Hobbs. Uh, number 11 and 12. Because she admitted this. Ready for this? At no, This is Katie Hobbs' words. At no time in my interactions with Ms. Adams did she claim that she was being discriminated against for any reason. Had she indicated as much... I would have corrected her. So this woman said, I'm getting paid significantly less than a white man who's doing the same job. And I'm being actually given more work. And for asking that, that's what triggered Katie Hobbs to fire her. So she's discriminated against me. I'm, I'm black. I'm getting paid less. I'm a black woman. There's a white man getting paid the same, uh, even more than me, for the same job for the Republicans. The Democrats, all we gotta treat women and minorities better. We gotta pay, we gotta fight the, right? The, women. wait, what, what was it again? The 77 cent, they got paid less, 77 cents of the dollar. So the Democrats had the chance to actually say, yes, we should pay you the same amount. And they didn't do it. They fired this lady instead. And Katie Hobbs is such an egotistical, you know what? She said, had she indicated to me she was being discriminated against, I would have corrected her. And then at the end, she signed it uh the last thing. I have not been offered any form of compensation in exchange for providing this declaration, nor have I been threatened with any adverse consequences if I did not provide this declaration. Prior to signing this declaration, I reviewed it in its entirety and declared that it's true and correct based on my personal knowledge. Signed this 21st day of September September 2015, Katie Hobbs. So there it is. I would have corrected her. I mean, jeez. Now, she claims Ms. Adams was terminated for repeated acts of willful disobedient and insubordinated behavior and for abandoning her position. Well, apparently the courts twice said that's not true based on the evidence, which is why Katie Hobbs cost us two point seven five million dollars. Now, Katie Hobbs's response to all this, well, she didn't really give one herself. She had her campaign spokesman give one. Wait until I read it to you when we get back. Do I have your attention? Wait until you hear when I get back. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792. Sherwood on KNST. Let's do it, baby. 721 Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792. sounds most stimulating talk. Uh, I got to... 100% confirmed, but I'm 99.9% sure. Monday morning, I know it's Friday. What are you going to do? Have a weekend? You're going to go out and party? Whatever you do. Monday morning, 8.05. Big political announcement right here on KNST. Monday morning, 8.05. You're going to want to hear it. What is it? I can't tell you till Monday morning at 8.05. I refuse to tell you. Um I'm not coming. I'm in, inviting man. you to be here with me again. We don't say tease anymore because teasing is mean. That's what kids do to each other. That's what women did to me, and it was terrible. So I'm just inviting you. I'm inviting you to join me for the big, big, great radio segment. What's your problem?
2: Same old song with you.
1: Yep, that's so how it is. So selfish. Yep, that's right. That's right. It's in my head. In my <laughs> head. Okay.
2: Kate um, uh-huh. so,
1: uh huh. <laughs> so, so Katie Hobbs. Uh, it says here uh, in, in the, the story from the uh, Arizona Capitol Times with the hack Howie Fisher, Hobbs wouldn't comment Thursday on the verdict. Really? It's like, like Talanya Adams said, she won't take responsibility. Yeah. Oh, easy, that's you. What? Instead, having Jenna Rivera, her campaign spokeswoman issue a prepared statement. Statement did not directly address the issue at trial of whether Adams was treated different than other staffers. See, apparently, like, if you can't deny it, you can't say it's not true, then it is, right? It is. Instead of saying, no, Katie's not racist. She didn't fire her because she's black. And, again, if Katie was a true, Democrats are liars. If they really believe in what they say, and they don't, that's why. Climate change, they have, they're have flying private jets, regular planes. They have big old cars. They have cars of caravans. Like Biden, he adds to climate change by farting in front of, uh, you know, a big shot over there in England. Give me a break. They're hypocrites. You know, we really care about making sure women are paid the same as men. Apparently you don't. And when a woman says, why am I not being paid the same as this guy? You fire her. So instead, the campaign spokesperson for Katie Hobbs, Jenna Rivera is her name, said there is a systemic problem of Democratic staffers being paid less than those who work for Republicans in the GOP-controlled Senate. Excuse me? And Rivera and Hobbs not only fought as Senate Minority Leader for pay increases for Democratic staffers, but as Secretary of State tackled pay inequity issues on that office. Nobody believes these BS statements anymore, do they? So there's a systemic problem that Democrat staffers are being paid less than those who work for Republicans. Katie Hobbs was the Senate Minority Leader. She fought. No, she actually had this woman fired. There was no fighting to make sure she got paid more. Not only did she fight to have her fired, she had her fired when she was on uh, emergency medical leave to take care of her sick son in, in in Seattle. Wow. She'd be one hell of a governor, wouldn't she? You know what? How are those uh, how are those elections looking right now with this lady in charge, huh? In over her head much? Hobbs testified she lost trust in Adams over several issues, including her decision to take emergency leave to care for her son in Seattle. Um, She could say that all she wants, but apparently the the court uh, found her wrong and racist, right? Wrong and racist. Hobbs said in an earlier interview after the first trial in 2019, I do not question that she felt discriminated against. Hobbs also said no one was wrongfully fired when she was heading the Senate Democrats. So you don't question that she felt discriminating. I don't question that. I don't question it. Yet, again, let me just read for you the signed declaration from Katie Hobbs that was put on Twitter by Telanya Adams. At no time in my interactions with Ms. Adams, this is Katie Hobbs' words, did she claim she was being discriminated against for any reason. Had she indicated as much, I would have corrected her. So she said, uh, My interactions with her, she never said that, but then said I do not question she felt discriminated against. So Adams said to have a sitting secretary of state state there was no discrimination, I think is disrespectful to our judicial system. And it gives me grave concern about someone that sits at the helm and governs one of the most sacred rights to people of color, and that's the right to vote. So all of a sudden you have a big liberal like this Telanya Adams questioning the job that Katie Hobbs is doing as Secretary of State, she sounds like pe- like me, like a conservative, right? Sounds that way. In the first trial, a jury awarded Talani Adams a million bucks that was reduced to 300 grand after U.S. District Court Judge Doug Race said there's, maxim- there's a maximum to which she's entitled under federal anti-discrimination laws, with another about 50 grand for lost wages. Senate demanded and got a new trial after Rays agreed that Adams, who represented herself, failed to present evidence of retaliation. Senate said, come on. So the new jury agreed on a larger award. You got to do it. She didn't do her good job. They get another trial. It costs us more money. Great job. Great job. $2.75 million. In a 2019 interview, Katie Hobbs said the fact Adams was paid less than some others had nothing to do with race, calling it an issue with salary structure. and. Is it true? Democratic staff get paid less than Republican staff, she said. Hmm. Anybody, anybody else saying that? Anybody else say, I don't hear anybody else saying that, do you? I don't know, do Republicans make the rules? I, nobody else is backing up Katie Hobbs' claims, apparently. nobody's. The only Democrats that are saying things are the Democrats that are challenging Katie Hobbs in the race, like this uh, no-name Marco Lopez, former Nogales mayor, By the way, again, you see how great Nogales is? Nogales, Arizona, you want that representing the whole state. You did such a great job with Nogales because people are clamoring. I can't wait to go to Nogales. Nogales is so good. It's so great. He wants to be governor. So anyway, Marco Lopez said that this raises serious questions that Secretary of State Hobbs must answer and will cost taxpayers millions of dollars. As governor, I'll not tolerate this type of or any kind of discriminatory behavior in my administration. Right. So there's a former state lawmaker named Aaron Lieberman nobody's heard of. He said he's running for governor. He said the jury's concluded now twice that Talania Adams was fired by Katie Hobbs for asking to be paid as her white male counterparts. This type of discrimination is abhorrent to all Arizonans, regardless of party. As Democrats, it should be unacceptable from someone who wants to serve as our nominee for governor. <laughs> so Democrats are calling Katie Hobbs a racist. It ain't just me. And by the way, so is this Talanya uh, Adams. So there you have it. That's what's going on. That's the real deal. Oh, by the way, she even put the federal subpoena that compelled Secretary Hobbs' voluntary trial testimony last Tuesday. I don't think Katie Hobbs wanted to go. So there was a um, federal, she was served a federal subpoena, and it says to Mrs. Kathleen Katie Hobbs, you are commanded to appear at U.S. District Court. Commanded. Made her bring documents, things like that. I mean, it's, it's a big deal. So there you have it. And uh, yet not much coverage, at least on the TV station websites. But the, they used to have every anti-Trump story there was. You know that, right? You know that. We'll continue. Uh, you want to comment, feel free. 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight Morning Ritual, Garrett Lou.
2: Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio.
1: Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. 731 Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM seven ninety two Sons Most Stimulated Talk. People have had enough, man. They've had enough, and I'm loving every second of it. People are fired up like never before. And these dopey libs that are at school boards, they just don't get it, okay? They just don't get it. I, I right now there should be, and I, I was told at seven thirty this morning, and it's now seven thirty one, that there is a protest going on at Tanka Verde Elementary School. Because they are making those kids mask up starting on Monday. They're, Tango Verde Elementary School right now has three active cases. By the way, Awa Caliente, that the media jumped over over 40 cases. And it turns out, and it's even admitted, I still have it on my social media and even at KNSC.com. It's even admitted, right? Uh, uh, Tango Verde Schools, they said. So we revised that 40 plus case number because those weren't all actual Confirmed cases. Uh, those were also just uh, symptoms. It was either students with symptoms or positive cases. And now it's down to eight. Eight. So parents are outside right now. They should be outside. I was told they were outside of Tanka Verde Elementary School. If you want to actually go and uh, be a part of that, you should. And I was also told this because this is how pissed off these parents. Nobody's been this active ever before, right? Uh. Three of those child-abusing dirtbags that are school board members at Tango Schools, they voted to mask up these kids K-6. through six. No science involved, by the way. No science. Uh, apparently, they are already recalling one of the board members and working on the other two that voted for it. So they'll be gone soon. Is it really worth it? You sickos, is it really worth it? Okay. Oh, i getting picked. Oh, man, oh, man. There's already dozens of people there were dozens of people out there before it even started. Look at that picture right there I was just sent. Dozens of people. beautiful, Phenomenal. Good. Go take it back. Take it back. We'll get them when we get back. Um, don't go anyway. Much more to get to. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, right here. KNST AM And go to MAID, Tucson.com. 741, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh there's a lawyer, and I'm assuming the lawyer this lawyer this law firm is they're well known to represent doctors, medical workers, you name it. It's now public. They asked the CDC early September before Biden's mandate announcement. Right? Um They asked the CDC, do you have any records? There's a lawyer now. Any records of somebody that didn't get a COVID shot, got COVID, recovered got covid again and gave it to someone and the CDC said nope we have no records of that which again that's they're going to probably use that in court to say you shouldn't there there should be no mandate either by the government or especially employers there's literally no cases of this we'll get into that uh second thing i think you need to know um and this is this is incredible stuff right here you have joe biden as Jimmy Carter 2.0, Donald Trump declared this group called the Hooties, which are a, a group of uh, uh, terrorists out of Yemen that are supported and funded by Iran. Trump had them designated as terrorists. Biden gets in office illegally, of course, and in February says, I'm going to take that designation away. We need to have better relations with Iran. And what do the Houthis do? Yesterday, they storm a building that was our embassy in Yemen and now have uh, kept uh, Yemeni employees that we, we pay hostage, hostage. Third thing, there you go, that's that's him. Third thing I think you need to know, and I was just talking about it. um, The media has just started to kind of scratch the surface on this Katie Hobbs is a racist costing Arizona taxpayers $2.75 million because she fired a black woman who worked for Senate Democrats that asked, why am I not getting as paid as much as this white man over here? I found out, like, what's going on? And Katie Hobbs, for, for questioning that, and the Democrats, oh, yeah, you should get paid more. She fi- had her fired. She led the way to get her fired. And Talanya Adams is her name, and she's putting documents on her Twitter account and calling for Katie Hobbs to take accountability. And Katie Hobbs, in her own words, in a signed affidavit, said, at no time in my interactions with Ms. Adams did she claim she was being discriminated against for any reason. Had she indicated as much, I would have co- I, w- I would have corrected her. Wow. Three things I think you need to know. That's a big, big, big deal. And again, you know what? Hey, uh, if you are in the area of Tenka Verde Elementary School, go down there. There's a big protest going on right now. Parents, kids, students, have everybody. Get out there and say it's ridiculous to have your kids masked up on Monday. Tenka Verde Elementary is also going to be masked up. They have three COVID cases right now. Staff, students, every. And honestly, so I'm glad you're doing the protest, but I hope all those parents at the same time don't send their kids to school in a mask on Monday. Send hundreds of kids to school without masks. See what they do. What's the worst that can happen? You got to stand up to it. You're going to break them. Trust me, you're going to break them. Um, Now let's go to Oren. Oren, welcome to KNST. Hi, Oren.
0: Hey, how's it going? Good.
1: good. What's happening, man?
0: Well, not much, buddy. Just uh, open to reach through to you and reach out to your listeners and, like, if they, they understand exactly what's going to happen when these mandates go through
1: okay yeah so ryan ryan's tell me you work for tep and tep is now uh doing the the vaccine mandate even and are they, are they, are they i'm assuming they're doing it based on if they were an email based on biden's uh uh osha rule is that is that what it is
0: yep that is correct and so yet they have and yeah, hang, the hang, on, hang on
1: hang on one second and yet they don't want to recognize that a that a Uh, And a a federal appeals court on Saturday, six days ago, put a halt to that and said, "Nope, we're going to stop this right now temporarily." Like they don't even acknowledge because they don't have to. TEP can. This is their out. They don't have to do it.
0: Yeah, so that's exactly right. And we were told so. They announced that after the federal halt, and since then, they have also announced that they are still going to pursue. Because of the OSHA mandate. So they're acting like it's two separate mandates, the Biden mandate and then also the mandate on the federal contractors, which they're saying that we fall under because we have contracts on federal property.
1: Now, what, what about, I mean, does he, I don't know if you can or you can't, I mean, it's tough with corporations and businesses, but it's, they're talking about the OSHA stuff. What about the ICA, right? Because the, they came out last week. I talked about it last week and I put it on. I got a, I got a lot of shares, man. The ICA came out uh, and said that the that OSHA gave us the power going back to 1974 to make our own rules. The ICA is the Industrial Commission of Arizona, um, and they said that uh, that 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 Biden's mandate, the OSHA rules, are not binding or enforceable against Arizona's private and public sector employer and employees. So again, TEP right. can get out of it based on that too, right?
0: I would think that they have an out. I would think that definitely, if that's what they wanted to do, that they they would have an out, or at least not to pursue it this time.
1: Okay. So, uh, what what's been the reaction by TEP employees that you know of?
0: Well, I mean, we definitely there's a lot of people that are that don't agree. It. I mean, it's the it's the majority of the work group, and it's you know it's us that are actually out doing the work.
1: What do you do for TEP? Uh, I'm sorry. What do you do for TEP?
0: I'm um, in line construction.
1: Line construction. Okay. Yeah. So uh, are there a, are there a lot of you?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know the exact number of TEP employees, but, I mean, it's a good number. And no, no. A what, yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is that,
1: Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. What I'm saying is that are there a lot of people that do what you do? Uh, because if, if you and a whole bunch of people like you that do your particular job for TP walk, how bad is that going to be for TEP customers?
0: Oh, it it definitely is going to be bad. It's going to affect them, especially during storm season when things are out. It's going to be hard for TEP to get everything back on. They're not going to have the numbers. They're not going to have the people on available to get their power back on. So it's definitely going to affect them.
1: And and let me ask you this too, Oren, and I and I appreciate it. Um, is TEP right? Just like every other business right now, are they looking to hire? Are they short-staffed at this moment?
0: Oh, they are one hundred percent short-staffed. They can't find journeymen to come and do our job right now. And how long does they'll it take? Put out, how long does it take? Job three or four openings, and they get one possible candidate.
1: Wow! And how long does it take to be trained to do what you do?
0: Uh, an apprenticeship through TEP takes a, a minimum of five years. Right now, because of the mandate and everything that's going on. Apprentices are are going to be up to six to six and a half years before they are fully trained to a journeyman lineman.
1: So, even if they lost thirty percent, right? And because I actually I, I know a buddy whose his brother-in-law is is a lineman for TEP, and he said, you know, almost every one of them is going to walk. They're going to say, nope, and 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 yeah. So. If they, if they, even if they lost 20%, that would be devastating because they're understaffed right now, and it would take six years to replace just one worker, and, and they're already short-staffed, and, and TEP and TEP's willing to do this?
0: I mean, obviously, they're, they're pursuing it. I mean, as one of the smallest utilities in Arizona, they're definitely pursuing You've got APS and SRP that haven't done anything. I mean, they've got a huge logistical problem because, just because of their size and they haven't they haven't done nothing. So I mean, something is pushing them to pursue this now. I'm not sure exactly what it is. But wow. This is happening to our community right now today.
1: So the other big energy companies, the other you know, like you said APS SRB, they are not mandating the covid shot for employment, but TEP is. That's 100% correct. Is this a Tucson thing again for Tucson Electric Power? Is this just like a far left nut job? Is are they friends with Regina? Like what the hell is going on here? Um, who
0: knows? Nobody knows for sure. I mean, all that may be at play, and it may not. I don't know exactly. We don't. I mean, we get limited information from, you know, from our yeah. leadership.
1: Yeah. So again, you're you're not a lineman you you build you you build the the poles, right?
0: So no, I am not a journeyman lineman yet. No, okay. but I am in, I'm in that training process.
1: Oh, you're training to become one. That's correct. I'm a lineman. Okay, and they're all short because this is what I was told. I, I've been—it's on my list to call this guy, but you're doing it for me. So again, so the journeyman lineman again. So if there's a big storm, these these big giant you know power poles go out. You guys go back out there and you guys rebuild them and 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 get them back up to speed so people have power. That's what you do. That's correct. And if they continue at TEP with this COVID shot mandate, you think? I mean, have you guys been talking? Is it a a large number of these linemen saying, "I'm not going to get this shot. I'm going to walk"?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we haven't got to that day, but there's definitely a large amount of people that feel just like I feel.
1: There are. Uh, do you think? Yep. The, do you think the TE, your, your supervisors are they relaying that message to TEP management?
0: I would hope that they have the understanding. I don't know if they understand the magnitude of what this is going to do, but it's not just us. So TEP has contracts with uh, outside contractors doing our work as well. And the word that we're getting is they 100% feel just like we will. So it's not it's not just going to be an easy thing for them to replace.
1: So what what, like what what's your plan? What are you guys going to do? Are you going to literally just tell management that? Are you going to walk out one day? I mean – you probably should let them know and, and just call their bluff and go, you guys, you know what? Uh, you're going to have a whole bunch of angry customers. You have nobody to work, and you're going to do this crap.
0: Uh, the plan is definitely to stick together.
1: Okay.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're we're working on, you know, what the best logistical plan is with, for us. But we definitely need to do something, you know, as a group.
1: Okay. Well, I hope you guys like the Boeing workers, man. You guys just walk out, you protest, you, you let them know, and, and, you, and you hurt them. You hurt them in the wallet. You know, I... I Something like that needs to happen. I mean, this is this is not something that we're we're in the we're in a part of the country where in this you know for a large portion of the year it's over a hundred degrees. People need air conditioning. They lose power. People can die. So TEP is willing to let people die by not having enough staff to fix uh, power outages. That's basically what it is.
0: Well, we're in we're definitely in a tough spot because we're union workers. We have anti-strike clauses. You know, so through our union we. We are limited to how much we can actually walk out. We have mm-hmm. to do it legally, and we have to do it smart. And like I said, we'll do it as a group. And the best idea is for us to stick together and yeah, let the company exactly how we feel.
1: Well, please stay in touch, Oren. Uh Let me know how I can help. My listeners can help and uh, and keep us updated on what happens. And you guys have power and numbers. You can call their bluff. We just need to just do it. We need to do it. Um, stay in touch. That's okay. Exactly what- yeah. Okay. I hope you do. Stay stay in touch, Oren. I appreciate all the information you've just given us. All right. Thank you. You got to take care. Wow. So first water, now power. Yep. Exactly. That's a great point. City of Tucson water workers, are, they're going to be gone. A bunch of them are going to quit, get fired because they don't want to get the COVID shot. They're going to have unsafe water, going to have water problems in the city of Tucson. And now, yeah. Uh, get ready for power to go out, and who knows how long it would take to get back. You don't need a storm, by the way, to knock out power.
2: A transformer overloads, somebody drives yep. into a pole. Exactly.
1: Yep. And what
2: happens, what we, well, it'll be out for a while. No, your food's going to go bad. You're right. not going to have any way That's to heat or, or cool point. your house.
1: That's a great point. Your freezer's going to frost. Thousands of dollars in food down yep. the drain. And why is TEP pushing this? But when they have the out, the court stopped this temporarily. Plus, the ICA said, not enforceable here. Uh, and, and then on top of that i mean they, they regulate it like the lawmakers should be getting ready just to just destroy tep at this point um and, and srp and aps are like nope we're going to keep going we're not we're not mandating this like what is going on uh we'll continue uh, you want to comment you feel free 880k n s d 8805678 um uh, we have a lot to get to we'll get again to that that situation the cdc admitting uh that they have no track not one record of a, a person that had COVID recovered, didn't get a COVID shot, got COVID again and gave it to somebody. So that, that's a big, that'll be using Core. We'll get to all this Core.com.
0: Call Strong the most comfortable call you'll
1: ever make. Sorry, I was distracted. I was just sent something. I was sent to actually several things. Garrett Lewis with you. And I'm positive to Ryan, right? Ryan, Ryan's making good points. What? But exactly. KNSTAM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. Brought to you by Strombo Plumbing Air and Solar, number one. Is, again, um, it's, it's now out there. A law firm asked the CDC before Biden's announcement, so I'm assuming they were actually representing healthcare workers. They asked the CDC, Do you have any record of a person that didn't get a COVID shot, got COVID, recovered, got it again, and then spread it. And the CDC said, nope, no record of that. That is a big deal. That means, wh- why are you going to force people that got COVID to get a COVID shot? Right? We'll, we'll get into all that stuff. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is uh, you, you have the Biden administration literally back in February taking away the terrorist designation that they that trump did toward these uh this this terrorist group called the Houthis, they are a group of terrorists that are supported and funded by iran they're in yemen and the Houthis. so biden said we're taking that away they're not terrorists we want to have a nice cozy relationship with iran we know iran funds them for god's sakes. well the Houthis yesterday uh ran into what was the american embassy building in yemen where we still have yemeni people working for us and they're not holding them hostage Good job, Biden. And the media is trying to hide it. They're trying to hide it. That's how sick they are. They're trying to hide it. Uh, third thing I think you need to know um, is that Katie Hobbs, the media is starting to pick up on the fact that she's a racist. Democrat. Other Democrat candidates for governor are calling her out for being a racist. Uh, and the woman, the black woman, Talanya Adams, who was awarded a couple of days ago $2.75 million because of the racism from Katie Ops. Katie Ops is a Senate Minority President and uh, had her fired when Talani Adams said, how come I'm not getting paid as much as the white uh, person over the white man that's doing the same job as me? Telani Adams is now putting all kinds of documents from the court case. Uh, she's putting them all over her Twitter account, okay? And, and she is... Calling on Katie Hobbs' to accountability, and even Katie Hobbs saying, if I knew that, uh, if, I, if I was told that, if she told me that she was being discriminated against, I would have corrected her. Like, she actually said that. She actually said, it is incredible. Three things I think you need to know. Um, Katie Hobbs is in big trouble. Not like she had a chance against Carrie Lake, but she's in big trouble. Okay? Big trouble. Uh, so... I'm getting videos and pictures. i got to go over a few things right here with you. Uh, I'm getting uh, pictures and videos sent to me. Uh, there is a protest going on right now uh, outside of Tenkaverde Elementary School. And they should. Parents are upset. That's what the elementary school that's still open. But masks are going to start there. And Awa Caliente, that is closed, starting on Monday. And this is all garbage. They're already starting to – they already have recall uh, – A recall happening for one of the three school board members that voted to mask up K through 6th graders. Uh, And they're starting, uh, they're getting everything together to recall the other two. Like this, Parents are pissed. People are awake. I know it sucks for the kids. It's terrible for kids. Parents should just send their kids to school. I'm glad the protest is happening. And then send them in without masks on Monday. What are they going to do? What is that principal going to do? What is that superintendent going to do? Put all the kids in a room and send them home? I dare you. And that should be what every parent says. I dare you. Parents have had enough. I'm looking at these pictures. There are dozens of people outside of that school. Big American flag there. I got pictures. I got videos. Man, I got to share this stuff. Uh, People have had it. The pictures, people have signs. Let parents choose no mask mandate. I mean, this is great. My child, my choice. I came to learn and breathe. A kid has that sign. And this is This is great. I support you parents. Now I just want you to follow through and send your kids to school on Monday without the masks. That's what needs to happen. And by oh, by the way, the media again, the stupid media that picked up on this stupid made up garbage of forty plus cases at Awa Caliente Elementary School. Again, Verde put on their own website with the COVID stats. That those forty plus cases weren't all confirmed cases. Some were just people with symptoms, and it was knocked down to eleven. Now it's down to eight. Only three cases in that other Tenka Elementary School where the protest is, and they want to mask up these kids. What a bunch of, what a bunch of child abusers. Um, and and, and then there's this. In the what? This is incredible. Doug is Doug Ducey back in town yet? Is he still gallivanting in Europe? I don't know. European
2: vacation exactly
1: <laughs> put on the beret put on the beret Doug right you're gonna see him on a billboard in Europe exactly <laughs> so uh yet ba, ba, yet ba, Doug ba, Ducey ba. apparently had an op-ed published in the Wall Street Journal uh online late last night it's it's I guess in this morning and and I'm like this guy literally he thinks we're all these people think we're dumb let me just tell you Doug Ducey's title of this op-ed you ready for it Biden wins Arizona, then turns on it. Says the guy that is a McCainite never-Trumper that went to Washington, D.C. to go celebrate Biden's inauguration. Took one of his sons, the one that didn't go party maskless and embarrass his dad. Biden Biden gets inaugurated. Deucey's sitting right there. I mean... You knew what Joe Biden, we all knew what Joe Biden was, right? We all knew who he was. I would never have gone in support of that guy. I never would have wasted my time. Did Ron DeSantis go? No. But Doug Ducey, he went to the inauguration, he tweeted pictures, this is great, smiling. Remember when he rejected President Trump's phone call? When he was yep. he was signing the paperwork to certify the fraudulent election here? And then this guy acts as if, He's really upset with Joe Biden. Like, dude, you helped this happen. You made it happen. You never took a stand. Of course, Attorney General Branovich never took a stand either. You guys both said there was no election stolen. None. Right? Not yet. You You bumped elbows with Katie Hobbs, the racist. So he writes this this op-ed trying to rip into Biden. Mr. Biden has inexplicably gone out of his way to antagonize, alienate, and frustrate us here in the Grand Canyon State. You supported him by going to his inauguration. You certified the election, the electoral votes. He talks about the border crisis. And by the way, we need need an op-ed from Doug Ducey to know all this stuff. You know why he wrote this op-ed? Because he's getting ripped at home for being in Europe, everything else. He stated obvious things that we all know. That Joe Biden is doing wrong. We're doing it on purpose. But his policies are terrible. We all know this. He's just doing this to try to. Emphasize the fact that he disagrees with it. But I don't I don't know if he does. That's all. I, listen I'm on it. I'm pointing out everything Joe Biden's doing wrong. Well we already know that genius. What are you doing about it. Stuff. So yeah. Education. We've even used money from the American rescue plan. To compensate parents who move their children out of schools that aren't working for them. He didn't didn't point out the masks, by the way. Doug Ducey is such a chicken bleep. He literally wrote that. We've even used money from the Federal American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 to compensate parents who move their children out of schools that aren't working for them. We want kids learning, however, it occurs, and we want parents to feel supported. But uh, the Biden administration sent us a letter challenging our ability to do this. He couldn't even have the guts to say. If parents don't want their kids masked up, we gave them money to move them to schools where there is no mask mandate. He couldn't even say that, this weak governor that we have. One paragraph on this. This is like the biggest fight we have along with vaccine mandates. And you'll love this. Let's go to forest management, whatever. I'm going to skip that. We know it. And then he spent more on forest management than he did on education and masks. Ducey is such a fraud. This is an embarrassment. But this is all this guy does is embarrass himself. And then he says the latest latest outrage is OSHA. For almost five decades with approval by OSHA, Arizona has managed workplace safety itself through a state agency, the Industrial Commission of Arizona, the ICA. Perhaps because the agency has sought out, uh, sought public interest and hasn't been stringent, meaning oppressive enough on COVID shutdowns and mass mandates. The feds now want to revoke our independence and put the entire state under the yoke of OSHA. So he's talking about the vaccine mandate, right? But he, but he, but he, is he? Is he? He doesn't bring up the vaccine mandate. He just talks about the OSHA rule. Imagine, and there's a reason for that. Like I just read the words, imagine the reaction of local business owners on learning Washington is in charge now and people they've dealt with for years in Phoenix no longer matter. That's all he wrote about it. He didn't say anything about OSHA requiring COVID shots or we're going to come find you and everything else. Why? Because Doug Ducey, is okay with businesses mandating COVID shots. And governments as well, by the way. He screwed that up. Like He's putting this to the Wall Street Journal, hoping everybody in the country thinks he's doing something. But we here in Arizona know he's a fraud. We know he's a fraud. So Doug Ducey literally didn't put a word in about masks, which is what parents are most pissed off about. He's not fighting for the kids. He failed miserably on that. And about making sure that uh, that businesses and governments, by the way, can't mandate COVID shots to keep their job. But they're doing it in Tucson, doing it in Pima County, other places as well. And Doug's not stopping it. But if you read this and you're living in somewhere in New York or North Carolina, Michigan, you think Ducey, oh, oh yeah, oh, okay, he's a good guy.
2: Just like New Gingrich. Yep. They don't know. They, they don't. just know what people they tell them. Know.
1: Yep. And then, I mean, this is such an embarrassment that du- that Ducey wrote this. Ju- it's an embarrassment. Don't be fooled by it. And Doug Ducey is a fraud. If you want to know why the president's poll numbers are tanking, look at Arizona. We're a case study in how active hostility from Washington's ruling class is alienating people. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he has his last sentence. Unless this changes, you can take Arizona out of the Democratic column in 2024. Shouldn't have been in there in the first place, Doug. And you let it happen. How do you write this and say, talk about OSHA? And not bring up anything about a vaccine mandate, not bring up anything about how courts have stopped it because he doesn't want to piss off the businesses. he's OK with. It. Remember him and Senator T.J. Shope, State Senator T.J. Shope, they they refuse to back banning vaccine passports. They refuse to say businesses have no rights. It will be illegal for they know what they refuse to say businesses. It'll be illegal if you actually mandate covid shots for people to keep their jobs. They refuse to do it. Doug Ducey is a flat-out freaking fraud. We'll continue. Do not go anywhere. KNST AM 790 Tucson. You. Yes, me. Thank you. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety two Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, 8.05 on Monday. A big... Pretty big uh, political announcement involving... Um, people here locally let's just put it that way okay that's 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 all i'm gonna say for now okay that's all i'm gonna say for now 805 monday morning you're gonna want you want to hear everything that i do uh but definitely that too i'm just just inviting you reminding you not teasing you because teasing would be bad that's what that's what the uh highly paid radio people claim to think right that's what they that's what they claim to think um uh there's more. I, I actually brought this up last night at this event. I said you're gonna get a little show prep. Before I get to the CDC story and everything else, uh there is there is some crazy stuff going on at Arizona State University, and here we go. Like this this is why colleges are expensive now and they're not needed and everything else. Uh there's a professor at Arizona State University, and I don't understand I know what what the the point of this is. He is a uh He's a particular professor that teaches something and I'm like that that's real. Like th- this is real? His name is Asao A S A O B Inoue. No idea. He's a professor of rhetoric and composition. <laughs> rhetoric and I'm a professor of rhetoric, rhetoric and composition. And what he is pushing for is grading people not on if they get, I, I guess, their grammar correct, but on the effort they put in. Why? Because the English language is white supremacy. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's the way it is. It, it's white supremacy. Okay? So, this is what this guy said white language supremacy you ready for this in writing classrooms is due to uneven and diverse linguistic legacies that everyone inherits and the radicalized white discourses that are used as standards, which give privilege to those students who embody those habits of white language already. So here's the thing. Basically what he's saying is that if you're white, you probably speak proper English. If you're not white, there's a good chance you don't. And that's not your fault. Speaking proper English That is white supremacy, white people demanding it. Of course, it's actually just English. Doesn't matter what color you are, but it is what it is. He said white supremacy culture makes up the culture and normal practices of our classroom. White supremacy culture and disciplines. Uh, Yes. Uh, He gave an online talk a couple weeks ago about the possibilities of anti-racist writing assessment ecologies. Like this is the you You do this because you can't get a job in the real world. Like, that's what it comes down to. And this isn't even my favorite. He has some quotes that are off the charts. You ready for this one? Um, well, this is this is best, too. He wants his fellow teachers to fight white language supremacy by having this labor-based grading. It redistributes power in ways, allowing for more diverse habits of language to circulate. So basically saying even if you are wrong right your grammar is wrong everything based on just your labor he's a marxist i'm going to grade you on the effort you put in not if you're right or wrong that doesn't cut it in the real world okay that doesn't cut it in the real world i know i know this is shocking right shocking uh labor 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 this is this is straight out of uh, marxism and uh a couple of places reported on this. PJ Media, they they found this online. They said, here's an example of what this guy wants to do. If you give somebody a few bucks worth of flour, sugar, butter, you give that to a chef, a couple of hours of labor, they can turn that into a beautiful cake, tastes great, you pay money to buy it, a lot of it, you're good. You give all those ingredients to a person that's not a chef, they make something that tastes like garbage. Should you pay the same amount for that? That's that's what we're talking about, right? That's what we're talking about. Uh, and it gets, it gets even better as well. I have some, I mean, real doozies. Real doozies. Um, labor-based grading structurally changes everyone's relationship to dominant standards of English that come from, you ready? Elite, masculine, heteronormative, ableist, white racial groups of speakers. So if you speak English properly, it's only because... It's come from, and you're this elite, masculine, yes, heteronormative, ableist, and white. What do you mean by ableist? Nobody wants to be disabled anymore. Do they go with everything you possibly can? Is this a fight for robotics? I don't. It's it's a fight for saying I'm going to tear down what has been perceived as normal, correct, grammatical English because white people do it. And again, there are non-white kids that grow up or non-white people grow up in areas where they just can't speak English. They just, I mean, it's, 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 it's like the dumbing down of America. It's soft bigotry. We're, no, we don't, we're not going to expect you to actually write English correctly, speak English correctly. We can't make that. It's racist to expect that because you couldn't grow up this way. Only the white elitists can with their white privilege. So we're going to actually make the, the garbage that comes out of you that everything's wrong. We're going to make that correct. We're going to accept it. You know, people go to school, public school, to learn grammar. Yep, I know. And if they don't try, they don't try. If they get it wrong, they get it wrong. That's like saying, well, you know what? Math is also racist because 2 plus 2, why does it have to be 4? If you grow up and you're not good at it, you think 2 plus 2 is 7, we're going to accept that as well. Why not, right? Well,
2: I hope they're my cashier.
1: Mm -hmm. And people pay for this. And this guy has a job. Yep. This guy, in the real world, it doesn't work that way. Imagine saying... Go into our sale. Uh, you're at our, our market president. He does all the job, Steve, right? You're a salesperson, and you were supposed to sell, let's just say, seventy thousand dollars worth of radio commercials in a month, right? And you only sell eighteen thousand. And Steve's like, you didn't, you didn't hit your goal. And you go, you know, that's just a number, right? I mean, why, why do I have to hit that goal? Can't you just let me go and say good job on the effort you put in? Wow. That's what it is. That's what's going on right there. Arizona State University. And that's my favorite right there, too. That that long quote right there. Heteronormative. Again, so labor-based grading. Again, doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Just based on the effort you put in. Changes everyone's relationship to dominant standards of English. You mean the ones that are true. Because those come from elite, masculine, heteronormative, ableist, white racial groups of speakers. You know, I you you guys always, you know, conservative talk shows, you claim that there's so much bad stuff that happens on college campuses. You make it up. Uh, no, I'm just literally giving you exactly words from his own demonstration that he gave. His own words. His own words. That's how it works. Mm. There was a slide he gave in a presentation asking teachers to consider one characteristic of white supremacy culture that they engage in during their courses. He asked uh, people in, in, to participate in his presentation, participate in reflection, like asking them to consider how they participate in one or more habits of white language. Not even English, white language. Can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not be able to answer this. Probably not. Do
2: you think that people who have to use American Sign Language have to deal with this kind of nonsense?
1: Because... <laughs> That's funny. That's fu- when is that going to be uh, I'm elitist? That's funny. Like these hand symbols are only coming from white people. <laughs> <laughs> Those are white hand symbols. That's funny. I like that a lot. I only know two. Here's the left, and here's the right. <laughs> that's that's funny. I like that more than you realize. More than you realize. Uh, we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. Knst am seven ninety two. Sure, would on knst. Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. 834, Gary Lewis with you here on KNST. So yesterday we had uh, that Scottsdale mom, Amanda Ray, on the show. And um, uh, it was about that Scottsdale school board president, Jan Michael Greenberg, and his creepy dad taking pictures of uh, parents that disagree with the way Jan Michael... Wants to mask up kids and have critical race theory, all this stuff, right? And, and the rest of the board and the superintendent as well, parents are fighting back. Uh, of course, uh, Jan Michael's dad was taking pictures and got pictures of parents, their children, which are minors. Um, there's more details coming out. I'm going to get to you in a couple of minutes. So when we get back. Uh, and and this, this story's gone national, it's everywhere now. It is everywhere. Like this Jan Michael thought he was invincible as a 27 year old childless attorney who's trying to use uh, being a tyrant on a school board to his next Democrat. Uh, political position yeah that's that's what it is uh and i believe that uh, amanda actually did an interview on fox and friends this morning she's you know on the show It's it's just gone this story's going what they want what uh, jan michael's dad wished upon a, a parent that disagreed with him is sick and i'll get that to you coming up do not go anywhere knst am 792 Tucson, dot com. all right Garrett lewis with you here knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk three things i think you need to know uh number one again the cdc was asked by a lawyer obviously representing a bunch of uh workers employees somewhere do you have any record lawyer cdc any record of a person that didn't get a covid shot got covid recovered got covid again and then spread it to people cdc said nope which again i i believe that'll be it's somebody put lawyers are smelling blood in the water That will be used and should be used as to say that's why you don't need to mandate a COVID shot on everyone because they already had it. Shouldn't do it anyway. Second thing I think you need to know. Um, New information coming out now about the Scottsdale story with Jan Michael Greenberg and his creepy dad taking pictures of parents that that disagree with him and everything else. Um, Apparently the dad, and we're going to play this in a second, so it's weird. He like recorded himself scrolling through Facebook comments about he and his son. And he actually wished death on one of the parents.
2: Narcissist.
1: I mean, this is sick. This is absolutely sick. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, and, and maybe, maybe we should change it up. Maybe we should change it up. Uh, it is now known, at least according to the Daily Mail, that Gavin Newsom, was out for a couple of weeks, nowhere to be seen. He had severe complications getting his third COVID shot and the flu shot within days of each other. How about them, Apples? Three things I think you need to know. All right, let's get to this. This this was on Twitter. Um it's a video put up by Scottsdale Students First. And they believe it's Jan uh Jan Michael Greenberg's dad. Right, Jan Michael Greenberg's dad. Maybe we cut it off too quickly, because like he and his dad were like for some reason recording themselves, scrolling through Facebook comments. These guys, yeah, like I said, such narcissists. It's a school board man scrolling through comments to see what people say about them. It, it. This is you know what this reminds me of almost like dads that are obsessed with their kids playing a sport. And the dad is trying so hard to live vicariously through his son, and he's pushing and put. Push. It's almost like, but but Jan Michael is actually a willing complicit person here, and this story has gone absolutely uh, viral now. Okay, so I want you to I want you to hear this. Okay, this this is we had to bleep it out. This is. Jan Michael Greenberg, the Scottsdale School Board president's dad, Michael Greenberg, the creepy guy that hangs out in, a, in a, on a motorcycle, all motorcycle gear, taking pictures of, of parents that disagree with his son, and then this guy in the past, by the way, he's actually he had a parody, he had a website, and was at a parody account just, uh, just smearing another school board member he didn't like that was uh, on there with his son. It's this guy's a, a wackadoo, a wackadoo. That uh, You know what? It's great if gener- if Mark Bronovich was serious about you know a serious person, a serious candidate, he'd be all over this just for the actual good pub, right? That, that's what he would be. But even, even he's not. He doesn't. This guy's such a clown and a waste. Um, I want you to hear what it sounded like. Here we go.
0: Then Edmund chimes in. The existence of Mike Norton and Mark Greenberg and others simply shows the issue is not a one-time event.
1: I really want Edmund to die. I'll be so happy I will have a f***ing party. So what he's talking about, again, is apparently a, a parent, an upset parent. And and he's scrolling through the comments, I'm watching this, and his name is Edmund Richard. And then he goes down to the, there's a long comment, he goes to the third paragraph that Edmund writes, the existence of Mike Norton, Mark Allen Greenberg, and others simply shows the issue is not a one-time event. So he just literally wished this guy would die and would celebrate his death. This parent, he'd celebrate his death. He'll have an effing party. And then his son, Jan Michael Greenberg, apparently responds, I wonder if the AG's office has anything else. Wait, what? There's more. Yeah, I I cut it off. Let me, me, uh, I think I have it at the right spot. Just get the dump button ready just in case. Because everyone's going to melt down, right? Um, listen. The
0: AG's office has anything else? Mike. There you go.
1: Hang on, I'm going to go back a little bit more. You heard me. Jan Michael in the background. I, I wonder. If the AG's office has anything? Can you can you crank it? It's hard. He's in the background. Are you cranking it up as much as you possibly can. Me too. Okay, let me listen.
0: I wonder if the AG's office has anything else. Like
1: this is great. There it is. I wonder if the AG's office has anything else. Is Bronovich on their side? What are they talking about? Dude, this is nuts. This is, these people are crazy. And this is all over, by the way. This is national news. It's it's everywhere. And and this guy is such a sicko. This is how these Democrats are. They're so obsessed with their power. This Jan Michael, I, he won't resign. He should have resigned by now. Like, it's not worth it. At this point, it's just not worth it, okay? And, and wishing death on someone that is a big deal. Uh 880 CANST 8805678. So that's the latest when it comes to uh this this Scottsdale hot mess that they have, okay? Uh it it's it's messed up. It's messed up. Um I have more for you. We'll get comments, but I also have some COVID stuff. 905 the Ro- Tucson Roadrunners baby because who doesn't love ice hockey? If you have not seen a Roadrunners game, you're missing out. It's really good hockey. Not a bad seat in the house at the TCC. They are doing uh, something very special for the military and for veterans. We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM seven ninety two Sons Most. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety two Sons Most Stimulating Talk. What? Just, just... Come what? On. Come on, man. I have a, You know how tough it is to do it? I'm so beyond exhausted. Cause I had to do this event last. I I know. Ooh, I literally have... I got to drink water, I think. More of it. I need more Connecticut water. I have a headache. You know how hard it is to do a talk show while having a headache? Any idea? Do you know how hard it is to listen to a talk show while having a headache? Exactly. So, um, let's do a couple of things real quick, COVID-related. Some of these stories. Uh, USC, because, you know, hey, Big Pac-12... USC and Cal were supposed to play this weekend. Game has been postponed due to COVID. Why? Why? Because uh, there was a bunch of players uh, that played for Cal that got COVID. Guess the percentage of football players that have gotten the COVID shot on Cal. Uh, Let's say 98%. 99%. 99% Ninety nine percent of the team has been fully vexed with the COVID shot fully fully shot with the COVID shot. Tell you and yet they, they so many players have COVID they had to cancel the game. I guess, I'm assuming that these are it? these are players yeah. who who are vexed and they caught the COVID. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm,
2: exactly. Not the one no. percent.
1: Trust me, it'd be the story of players catch COVID, cause game cancellation. That would be it, right? That would be it. So uh, a 99% vaxed team had to cancel their game. Cal did because too many players caught COVID. Right? Too many players got COVID. So we have that. Then this. This is this is uh, this is a real uh, a real beauty right here. You don't want to celebrate anybody's death, even though there'd be plenty that would celebrate mine. Right? Um. There was a cardiologist. I don't know if you heard about this. He's Canadian. Puts out on Twitter, July tenth of this year. Though the collective argument to protect those who cannot get the vaccine, who want protection, immune compromise, the very young, the homeless, disenfranchised, for those that won't get the shot for selfish reasons, whatever, I won't cry at their funeral. I won't cry. That's a cardiologist in New Brunswick, Doctor Sorab Luchmedial, whatever, right, Doctor Sorab luch medial medial whatever his name is selfish people won't get it well this 52 year old cardiologist suddenly died in his sleep two weeks after getting his third covid shot third COVID. so the guy thats i'm not gonna cry for you when you die because you're unvaccinated selfish jerk and this guy put on facebook october 24th he got his third covid shot got his booster baby because you need more right and november 8th he died Two weeks after getting it, Unex- unexpectedly, did he have a heart attack? We don't know. But he died. People were shocked by it. Shocked. You think they're going to release the uh,
2: autopsy? I don't, that's a Post-mortem? good question. In
1: Canada, it's just all it says uh, from the CBC, he died in his sleep at his St. John home. 52. And uh, you know these people. Are, I'm not gonna cry for you. You're terrible. You're this shit. Really good. Okay. Don't cry for me. Um, we will continue. Argentina. Yep. Exactly. I have. Uh, I have more for you. We're gonna get to what is a great thing going on with the Roadrunners. Go see a hockey game tonight. Tomorrow night down at the TCC. Listen to my buddy Adrian, who's gonna do the play by play. Adrian's gonna join me. They have a great event going on for military and veterans. We'll continue. Itunes. Com.
2: strong builds the most comfortable
1: call you'll ever make. Hey, uh, what are you going to get us for, for Christmas, Hanukkah here? Gary Lewis with you, KNSD seven ninety Tucson's most
2: stimulating talk. I think you ought to give out glamour shots of your of your face autograph to all the sales and all the other people here in the building. That's exactly what they want. That's exactly what I That's think exactly should happen. Exactly
1: what they want. Just ask Adrian; he'll go for one. You know what? For all the salespeople, uh, the gift is this show. It makes them money. Okay, let's just say it like it is. But can you imagine your
2: framed face on the wall what of is their, your obsession with of my their face? office or bathroom? Or you want where? it to <laughs> haunt them? I actually it's not a bad idea. I have a few salespeople I'd like to give it to, you to be see? honest.
1: Right? Yes, Sick see? bad. Anyway, um, three things quickly I think you need to know. Last hour of the week already. It's just flown right by. Uh, number one, By the way, brought to you by Stroma, Plumbing, and Solar. Number one, uh, this is a big deal. A law firm that is known for going after the uh, the FDA, the CDC, they asked the CDC back in uh, beginning of September before Biden's mandate. So they obviously were looking out for employees. Can you give us an example, just one, any example, just one, of a person that didn't get a COVID shot, got COVID, recovered, got COVID again, and then gave it to people? CDC said nope, and that should be all there is to be said in the court's to try to make people that have had COVID get a COVID shot. I mean, what more do you want? That is phenomenal. Second thing, I think you need to know, new video coming out where um, this sicko Scottsdale school board president, Jan Michael Greenberg, it just feels normal. Jan Michael, Jan Michael. Like, who names their kid that? I'm going to give my kid a hyphenate, Jan Michael. It's just so weird. I can just see it as like a, a three-o. year Jan Michael. Anyway, he and his creepy dad that spy, they spy on parents in Scottsdale, take pictures, they have financial information on them if they just disagree with them. Um, he apparently wished death upon one of the parents. I hope this guy would die that comments on him on Facebook. Hope he'd die. I'd have a party if he died. And then Jan Michael, that was the dad. Jan Michael said, I wonder if the AG has, uh, AG's office has anything on him. Like, are they working in cahoots? What's Bronovich doing? Third thing I think you Nine need shots. to know, I don't know, is that. Uh, now the uh, that lady, Talanya Adams, that sued and won twice in court, she just got 2.75 mil awarded to her by a judge because Katie Hobbs fired her and Katie Hobbs is racist. She proved it in court twice. She is now on Twitter putting out documents showing Katie Hobbs's racism and arrogance and asking Katie Hobbs to uh, finally be accountable for her racism because this lady said, "I'm making 30 grand less than that white guy over there doing the same job. Can I get paid more?" And Katie Hobbs had her fired. Even though Democrats claim to really care about equal pay, not so much. Three things I think you need to know. Um, You listen to the show, you know I love hockey. I absolutely love hockey. And we are lucky enough to have phenomenal hockey right in our backyard with the Tucson Roadrunners. Um, And and we're lucky enough to actually have the Roadrunners games on our brother station, Fox Sports 1450. Adrian Denny calls the games. Adrian is in here with us. First time this season. How you doing, man? Hey Garrett. Sounds like everything's going smooth in the world for you. (laughs) Nothing much happening in this uh in the in the country, in the state, in the city. Nothing. Nothing much at all. I need a break. I need some hockey. Um and uh and, and and well how's the season going so far?
3: Good. Yeah. Starting our, our third home weekend, our, our third home stand, and uh, we've got Military Appreciation Night coming up tomorrow. It's going to be a packed house Friday night tonight. It'll be a usual Friday night at the TCC. Yeah. Yeah. Ontario Rainer in town, the AHL's Los Angeles Kings, and, yeah. and we have a young group. We're fun. Um, We're we're skilled. We're fast, but don't mess with
1: us either, or you're going you're gonna to regret that. And that's the thing. If you've never been to a Roadrunners game, and it's been consistent for all the years that I've seen it, right? I mean, five years now? Six years. Six years. Jeez. Uh, where, look, they play hard. Here, here's what you need to understand. You want to, you, you know, some athletes, not hockey players, but you other sports. They can be prima donnas. These American Hockey League players, it's just one small notch below the NHL. And they are fighting to get to that NHL level because it's a significant pay increase. And they all dream of getting to the NHL. So these, these players play hard. They play fast. They play tough. So you go to these games, it's all the action you want. It's nonstop. Baseball's boring. Hockey is nonstop. That puck is moving. There's body checks. There's goal scoring. There are some fights. It does happen. It's just fun to watch. Matter of fact, um, okay, let, let's get to this because I actually I'm, I'm going to my, my son's. Like, can we can we go to a game? So I may be at the game tomorrow night. Stop by. All right. Well, we'll you know, last time we did this a couple of years ago, I believe my son spilled a whole bunch of stuff near you. So yeah he's over no. now though he's older no now.
3: we we had all you guys in and we had four people doing color commentary That's true. On, on the broadcast That's that true. one time it was
1: great <laughs> <laughs> that was funny uh and my son started talking about himself and his own goals so uh-huh, that was uh-huh. he hijacked it from you so uh so we may be there it's it's just a fun place to go and it's affordable and it's great uh down to the tcc there's not a bad seat in the house by the way no. either not a bad seat great in the house. great
3: great barn for for hockey yeah. and and it it's loud and you come in, you
1: feel the energy. The fans the guys get into feel it. the energy,
3: I and bet. we have a good home ice advantage.
1: Yep. The, 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 the fans, I love it because it's hockey and they get nasty. They get nasty toward the other team, which is exactly what needs to happen, right? That's the home ice advantage. So, yesterday's Veterans Day. And, uh, and you're doing some, some great stuff tonight and tomorrow for, for the military and veterans, right? Yeah. We've got such a, a great, great community here in, in Southern Arizona.
3: We've got the, the, the servicemen over at Davis, Davis Montham, yeah. but we also have a lot of, a lot of veterans who have come here and, and retired. Yep. So, I mean, you, you, you look at, at this and it's, a, it's a big deal for us. Our military appreciation night is one of our, Top nights every yep. year. The the building's uh, as packed as you can be, and we've got tickets available for tomorrow. We can still squeeze you in, so don't worry about that. But Get them at TucsonRoadRunners.com. Yep, TucsonRoadRunners.com. Road if you want to take a shortcut, TucsonRoadRunners.com backslash fun is my favorite <laughs> uh, favorite part of the website. But it's it's something that, that we've been able to do and create a tradition. And you know our Roadrunners Kachina jerseys yep, that we wear yep, on yep. Saturday nights at home. We're going to wear them for the first time coming up Thanksgiving weekend. We've got military-inspired... Kachina jerseys that we're gonna to wear tomorrow night. Oh, nice! Gonna auction them off live after the game. They're on the website. They, they look slick. Okay, they they were coming out of the box yesterday. They just arrived, literally. Okay. Um, yeah, that's came from awesome. uh came from the folks that that sew those up for us and and get the names and numbers on them. They look really good. And I'm not a jersey guy. I, I just, I'm like we're we're I, half the time. You if if you ask me, were the Roadrunners wearing? Red or whites? (laughs) Right. I I have no idea. We won three to two. There you go. These jerseys are are really awesome. We're auctioning off live after the game. Okay. All proceeds going to Vet Ticks, which is a great group that helps and purchases tickets for veterans and military to go to sporting events, take part in live entertainment. And, uh, and, and get some, some good experiences uh, I- as well in the oh, process. Great. So they're, they're big partners of ours, and uh, we're excited for them to be the beneficiary of, of
1: tomorrow's auction. That is fantastic. Um, and again, like there aren't that many great places for families to go, for kids to go. The kids love it. My kids absolutely love it. We, we just missed out last year because of everything that was going on. But we used to go all the time. And so if you're looking for a great thing to do, whether it's just with your kid, with your entire family, it, it's, it's just fun hockey. It's good hockey to watch. Yeah, it's, it's the American Hockey
3: League. Mm-hmm. It's one step from the NHL. Every single guy on our roster could be with the Coyotes tomorrow, just depending on the need, on the circumstance. In the last uh, last three weeks since we started our season, five guys that were on our opening night roster have played for the Coyotes. Four of them were in the lineup last saturday night really for the big win against seattle up up in up in the valley first one to get called up dyson mayo he got a goal in his first game goal in his yep. first game six years with the roadrunners six years of hard work in the age here in tucson during yeah. the course of his time with the roadrunners gotten married had his first child gotten a dog he's, he's mr mr arizona and and after six years with us He's up playing with the Coyotes every night. He's been on their, their top defensive pairing for the last six games. He's second in the NHL and block shots. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's going up. He's making a difference. And we've got a kid, 20 years old, Ben McCartney. I think seven AHL games, seventh round draft pick last year. 20 years old, gets called up, makes his NHL debut last wow, week. Wow. What a steal in the seventh round, huh? Yeah. No kidding. Unbelievable. And then, Camdenine, um, I, I just love these kids. I got to talk about them. They're they're no, like please, my brothers, asking. my 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 sons, really. I I like to say they're like my brothers. No, Adrian, we're getting dude, old now. They are like we're your sons, old. but but Camdenine, a, a third round pick in 2016, he's 23 years old, calls himself. Yeah, you know, he's like one of the older guys now. I am a leader here, fourth year pro, NHL debut. Uh, last week, and, oh, and he's been on the lineup every that's night for the Coyotes. So really proud of these guys that, that come in, become parts of our community here, set down their lives here, yep. and, and absolutely love it just as much as we all do, and contribute to the Roadrunners winning and going up to the Coyotes and, and helping them and, and achieving their dreams.
1: And It's been so awesome to see. That That's fantastic. Who are some other players that are still, as they're all getting called up, who are some players we should look out for tonight and tomorrow night that are you know pretty special to watch pretty fun to
3: watch one of our new favorites number 15 boko imama he's played for the last 4 years boko imama yeah phenomenal last 4 years with the los angeles kings okay we got him during the off season and and we've we've kind of we've we've kind of added to our team identity we've added some some grit and some attitude and some pushback to our speed and our skill and our beautiful game mm-hmm. identity, right? And, uh, and uh, I was talking about it on our show, Roadrunner's Happy Hour on Tuesday night. I said, this is how this trade went, and I have no idea. Bill Armstrong, the GM of the Coyotes, calls up the LA Kings. They answer the phone, and he says, Boko Imama. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Boko Imama. We're getting a deal done here, and uh, he's, he's just just an unbelievable hockey player, but but he sets the tone, and when he 's on the ice and, and when he 's on our bench, you don't want to mess with him, and uh, it's, it's a guy that you know we've played against the last four years, and as, as we look to, to you know, just keep uh, keep building, went out and got him and added him to this core of, of,
1: of young players. Ryan just uh, went on YouTube and uh, just saw a Boko imama. YouTube clip of where he just uh, squared off against a guy and uh, and just just beat him up pretty well. Let's just put it that way. So he's out there setting the tone, getting the team fired up. If they're a little bit flat, he can do something like that. If somebody takes a shot, he can goes up there and defends one of his teammates. Um, that's 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 what he does. Uh, and by the way, people think it's so easy to go fight. It's it's games. not. It hurts. And he's an an unbelievable person. He's a great person. They usually are the fighters, are the ones that are generally the nicest guys, which is so hard to figure out,
3: isn't it? We got a letter last night from a fan, and she said, Our husband, our dad, is in the military, passed away of cancer in Mm. February of 2020. We're coming out this weekend. It's our first game back watching the Roadrunners since this happened. Playing Ontario and, and Boko Amama with the rain was always a, an attraction for us to come out and watch and, and uh, talk to Boko this morning. and He's going to sign a puck and a hat and, oh. and, a, and a picture and, and do a video message for him. And, oh, that's and it's, great. Uh, it's a special thing. So excited, Hockey players excited are excited for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they really are the best. They're the nicest. They do the most. Can you hang on? I got to take a quick break. I'm really long here. We got it. Hey, you have uh, Adrian Denny here. And you know what's cool? You actually, if you go to the game, you're into it, uh, bring along your phone. And listen to the game. Or your radio if you still have that kind of a thing. And, and listen. Or you're at home. Listen to Adrian Denny. Do the call. This guy is a phenomenal play by play announcer. We're lucky to have him here in Tucson. And you can listen on our brother station, Fox Sports 1450. Um and, and it it's it's just gonna be a lot of fun. A little bit more again, military appreciation night, veteran appreciation, uh, all weekend long, tonight, tomorrow night, get your tickets, Tucson uh backslash fun. Get them. Uh, it's going to be a great night tonight. Special jerseys. Hang on. I got a couple more for you, if you don't mind. Adrian Denny in studio with me. Right. All right. 924. Garrett Lewis with you right here. AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. If my son behaves himself, if, if the stars align, uh, there's a decent chance we're going to go to the game tomorrow night. Of course, we have all kinds of stuff. You have soccer games, birthday parties. I got to be able to keep my eyes open. But again, you go to the you go to the Tucson Roadrunners. It's dude, it's just entertaining. It's entertaining as hell. Uh, and Adrian Denny is the uh, the voice of the Tucson Roadrunners. Again, you can hear the game on Fox Sports fourteen fifty, our brother station. Uh, and I say this all the time: are there are there new guys on the team that the first time are experiencing Arizona, oh, and they're yeah. like they're like, wait a second, it's it's mid November almost, it's eighty five degrees. I can wear shorts and flip flops to practice. Yeah, I, I joke. I joke with
3: everybody that that for us, being with the road runners uh-huh. and and being with the front office and the players and the coaches, the only thing better than talking about Tucson is talking about Tucson. Exactly. Like yep. it's it's unbelievable. And I mean, our players have have the best aspect of it because they get in early in the morning, mm-hmm. and by the time they're leaving the arena after practice, workout, and 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 all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's one two o'clock in the afternoon. They've done their work. They're done for the day. Yep, they're at the pool,
1: hiking. The guys cannot get enough. Of I it. bet. I bet. Because I mean, so what? Are, what are some of the other cities? I mean, where do they? Where it's cold?
3: Yeah. Right I now. mean, I mean, you look at the American Hockey League. You got us, right? Yep. You got Tucson, Vegas. I mean, Colorado, Colorado's Colorado. So we've got our division with California, and then if you're if you're on the the East Coast, you've got. Utica, New York, oh, Cleveland, yeah. Rochester, Bridgeport. Syracuse, Bridgeport. Here, Here's a good story, though, for you. Last year, all right, so yeah. unprecedented times, everything's strange, everything's different. Yeah. Here's the best one ever yeah. on that. So we start the season up in January. We have a preseason couple of games in, in Ontario. So we bust out Ontario, there, California. Ontario, California. Yep, Inland Empire. We're bussing back. It's that Monday night when it snowed in Tucson last year. So we're bringing half of these guys to Tucson for the first time ever. Yep. Bus pulls up at the TCC. It's 1 a.m. and it's snowing. And they're like, what the hell? First experience at Tucson was snow. Oh, my gosh. It's too It was
1: unprecedented and strange. No kidding. Yeah. Can I tell you, and this is going back probably 30 years because I'm old now. I actually saw a Utica Devils game. We were upstate playing in some tournament somewhere, and uh, we went to a Utica Devils game. It was like an 8 7 win. And the goalie actually went to the NHL. He made like 60 something saves that game. He's going to give up goals. I'll never forget, our car got stuck in the parking lot because the ice and it just kept, wheels kept spinning. And you're like, dude, awful. Utica, why ever? Tucson, it's not going to happen that way.
3: I was talking to our associate head coach, Steve Potman, last week in in Las Vegas. We're outside waiting for the bus. It's 75 degrees. We're just. Enjoying life, uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, this is great. We're so lucky." I said, "We chose this." Yep, there this, you go. This was the path we chose. We chose to move to Arizona. That's right. That's right. Any relation to Dennis? No. That's, that's no shame. However, Dennis Potvin. There's a website that does all the bios and yeah. all the stats and all the stuff. That it's like Dennis Potvin's third cousin, and 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 I got in touch with him. I said, "There's no relation." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: His third it's cousin as, twice removed by as, marriage. As flattering <laughs> as that is, it's not true. Oh, that's too funny. That is too funny. So, all right, big games. You have still have some tickets available for tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, again, there's going to be all kinds of stuff for military and for veterans. Yeah, happening.
3: Yeah, and as, and as, and as I said, you know, you, the community that we have here, it's 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 a big deal for everybody and. We've got uh, a lot of stuff in store. I told you about the, the jersey jerseys we're going to be honoring uh, military and, and veterans throughout the night and, and thanking them. And, and we've got, uh, some, some stuff we're collecting as well on the website at com to help some, some veteran causes that, that we're involved in. And, and when we go all out, we want to, we want to go all out. It's a mm-hmm. big deal for us and yeah, it we want to, want to hit it out of the park and fill our military appreciation night, uh, Really, really does that. And, and I mentioned Davis Monthan and all the veterans that they're here because we've got a lot of veterans that are, you know, for, you know, been in Tucson their whole lives, but a lot of people that retired moved here after yep. our, our Southern Arizona VA is, is one of the biggest in the West and Mm -hmm. the the jobs that that they do out there and, and and the care that they provide. And they've got a, just a a great group of thousands of employees and volunteers and and patients out there that we love as well. And and Dusty was out there, uh, our mascot on, on Wednesday, dropping off a couple hundred tickets. So excited to see those folks as well. That's great. Uh, Well,
1: listen, get out there, get out to the, uh, the rink. Trust me. You're going to be okay. I'm already getting emails. You're going to go to the game. You're good. If you can read between my lines, you're going to be okay and you're going to enjoy yourself. Besides the, the, the big uh, the hits, besides the goals, the fights, and again, all kinds of entertainment too, by the way. This is what the kids love, in between periods, in between whistles. There's all kinds of great stuff going on. If, if you've never games.
3: participated in a yeah. chuck a puck, we need you at the, at the contest there this weekend. Go. Second intermission, you, you buy foam pucks. Uh, throughout the game goes to our nonprofit profit uh, partner of the night second intermission you toss him out closest to the uh, closest to the target gets uh, some money and a or prize if you, or if you get it
1: in that helmet too yeah you exactly. win you win yeah. big yeah You win big uh, adrian denny we'll get you on, on again of course uh, throughout the season as we we just pump up the road runners i'm very excited for the hockey the kids love it i mean my son's down there to the tc a few times a week playing ice hockey so uh they, they, they love seeing all that stuff. That's what I love about our rink. It, I know. I mean we wish we had more rinks in
3: Tucson, but I, but our rink is our rink. Yep. Your your junior roadrunners are playing on the same rink the Roadrunners on. You U of A is playing it's yep. it's our rink. We're all crossing paths That's in right. there
1: for the game of hockey. And it's it's pretty incredible that you <laughs> my son's playing he's practicing out there and you have a, what is it, a six thousand seat arena, yep. seven there, and the parents were just like, all right, where should we sit today? We're walking around the arena. My kid's walking up and down. There are some moms doing laps up top. They're getting their exercise. In. You know, we're, just, we're just out there having a good time. Here's another thing you
3: wouldn't believe. Yeah. Our ice is the best ice in the league. Is it really? But the, the way they take care of it at the TCC, yep. Eric, uh, Eric handles our ice. We, we've had league officials, referees, other teams come in like, you guys have the best ice. This is the best ice to skate on. No so kidding. Your, your junior roadrunners so are my skating on lucky. the best best ice okay. in, in the AHL. Well, there you go.
1: All right. Uh, Adrian Denny, we'll see you at the, uh, the game tonight, tomorrow night, and listen on our brother station, Fox Sports 1450. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Garrett. You Thanks, Ryan. Every Love time. you guys. You got it, man. TucsonRoadRunners.com. Backslash fun Get your tickets For the soul of Tucson So It is your morning ritual With me Garrett Lewis KNSTAM 790 Tucson's Most stimulating talk I'm going to be Totally honest with you My head is And I'm always honest But my head is Pounding
2: I don't know what's going on Can I just tell you I've been getting texts That you're giving people headaches About you talking about your headache so uh stop talking about your headache. Not to mention the fact your head is so big. Oh my god. That I'm going to ask you which quadrant is throbbing. All of it. <laughs> oh my god. All of it. Earthquakes what in California. Deal? What is your deal? Tsunamis in the ocean now? Nothing. What is your deal? I have nothing.
1: So uh we're running out of time. I have to play some things for you. There's a lot there. So the, get get this. I mean this is the the COVID crazies. I, I can't not avoid this. I can't not avoid it. There's apparently some guy, and I retweeted this with my own comment. He's a Washington Post columnist. um, And he has all kinds of different things that he claims that he is. But he writes for the Washington Post. His name is Gene Weingarten. And he literally just tweeted, Is there a point at which the unvaccinated need to be prosecuted? So people throw around the word Nazi a lot, right? They throw around racist and Nazi. Nazi is something that is warranted here. Right? I mean, it is. Like, this is bad. People that literally don't want to get a COVID shot apparently need to be prosecuted by this guy. Uh, yeah, they don't even work. They don't work so badly they want people to get three and four, right? That that That's what they want. Oh, what happened there? Holy smokes, really? Wait, what, was that this country or a different country? No, it's our country. Um, a 28-year-old bodybuilder named Jake Kazmarek died four days after receiving his second dose of the Moderna COVID shots. Mo- Moderna, by the way. Why are we still allowing Moderna? He's 28. He's under the age of 30. You have countries all over the world blocking Moderna. What what do we have again? Oh, they showed his his COVID card. He he put it, these people put it on I'm Twitter. talking about. He put it on Twitter. Like that's why I didn't talk about the fact that I had the China virus uh, about a month ago. I just don't think it's really anybody's business. I'm I'm sick of all this stuff, right? So people want to put down everything they do in it, but it just leads to evidence, I guess. Just like that 52 year old uh, cardiologist up in Canada said he would never cry at a funeral for an unvexed person. He just died in his sleep two weeks after getting his his booster shot, his third COVID shot. Should we even call it a booster anymore or just call it whatever number it is? Just go with the number. I, right? I don't even know how you're boosting something that
2: you just you, you just got. The whole point of getting the first one is that your body's going to make stuff. Yeah. And if you're not making the right stuff, then what are you putting into your body?
1: That's a great question. Gene therapy. So this guy writes on Twitter, September 28th, boom, done. It is what it is. Boom, done is what it is. You can hold out as long as you want. This is the bodybuilder. But you won't have much freedom. I'm over it. I did it. Does it make me a sheep? No. I have asthma, and I'm an uncle to some awesome little kids. You don't like it? You know. You know what to do. Yes. And then this guy died after getting his second shot. Four days later. Hmm. You know what, what's really what's really crappy about this? Hmm. This guy
2: ate right, worked out. Look at him. He's jacked. He's jacked. And he did everything he could possibly do to be at Healthy. peak fitness, yep. all that stuff. And what takes him out? A quote-unquote vaccination that's going to help him uh, stay alive for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it just kills me that these people spend thousands and thousands of hours in the gym, working yep. out, running, eating right, You know, denying themselves pizza and bread and things like that. And this is what, what
1: happens. Yep. There's more. Go ahead. Vermont. Right. Vermont, the most vaccinated state in the country. 72% of residents are fully vaxxed in Vermont. Fully. 72%. ABC News reports in Vermont, nearly 72% uh, of residents are fully vaxxed against COVID. More than any other state, according to the CDC. At the same time, it has the 12th highest rate of new COVID cases over the last week. Vermont has seen a significant increase in COVID-19 cases in the past week. According to the health commissioner there. uh, Or commissioner of the state's Department of Financial Regulation. Seven-day average of COVID cases was 42%. Right? 42%. Vermont does more testing than nearly any other state. Though testing only increased 9% during the same period. Uh, And of course... Dr. Jan Carney, associate dean for public health and health policy at University of Vermont, their uh, uh, Larner College of Medicine, told ABC News across the U.S. and in Vermont, we're seeing the impact of the highly contagious Delta variant. It's really so contagious. It seeks out pretty much every unvaccinated person. Blamed it on the unvaccinated. Are oh, you thinking of a, Le- a listener named Lisa? She actually just Lisa, emailed me yes. about hockey. She wants to go to the Roadrunners games when she visits. She's listening on the iHeartRadio app in Vermont and she wants to see the Roadrunners in December. So there you go. Uh, the most cases, the most cases are, are in, uh, well, there's surge of cases in Vermont and they're the highest vaccinated state in the country. Now,
2: are they keeping track of Who's vaccinated and of not. not vaccinated and uh, uh, then coming down know, with maybe.
1: It? I, but here's the thing. There's not even a test. Do you know what they do when they they ask you, have you been vaccinated? Like, there's not a test to prove you've been vaccinated. You could say yes, then, right? You could just say whatever. They, and people like here, they just say yes anyway because they want to make sure they're treated because the hospital like, well, you're not vaccinated. Screw you. We'll let you just die. <laughs> Seriously.
2: I know. I know. Do no harm, right? That was part of the- uh, Is that what it is? Of the doctor's credo. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Something like that. Apparently, do no harm as long as you're vaccinated.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it's not
2: every doctor. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, but it's just ridiculous. These people, like, come on.
1: Uh, here's another one. Um, six states currently have mask mandates in place. Six. Hawaii, Illinois, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, and Washington, and Washington, D.C. All but Hawaii are reporting far higher coronavirus cases uh, case numbers per capita than Florida. Florida has no rules. They let you live, right? Do what you want. And yet these Illinois, Nevada, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington, all have mass mandates, and they have higher per capita COVID cases compared to Florida. Let's go back to that, that, uh, that letter, if you're just tuning in. So this is a law firm, Siri and Glimstad. In New York on Park Avenue, Aaron Seary is the lawyer. He's the one that represented. I did a story last week about 12 doctors that are blowing the whistle, saying the FDA, CDC, they're not listening to any of the adverse effects we try to report to them. People getting the COVID shot. So their law firm wrote a letter to the CDC asking if they have, here we go, ready for this, documents reflecting any documented case of a person or an individual who, one, never received a COVID vaccine, Two, was infected with COVID, recovered, later became infected again, and then transmitted SARS-CoV-2 to another person when reinfected. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you have any case of that? And the CDC's response in the letter is, a search of our records failed to reveal any documents pertaining to your request. So The CDC does not have one case of somebody who got COVID, not a COVID shot, Recovered, got it again, and spread it. So, this, and this was September 2nd that they asked for this information, this law firm, before Biden's, like six days or seven days before Biden's, a week, it was a week before Biden said the, the mandate's going to happen. So, they obviously are getting ready, lawyers, blood in the water, getting ready to use this as a defense to say, my clients should not be forced to get a COVID shot. They had it. There's no evidence that they're a danger to anybody. Right. Like that's that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh, We'll continue. I have much more coming up. Matter of fact, there's a we had Blake Masters on yesterday. He is fearless. He is absolutely fearless. Talking about 2020 election, talking about um, uh, um, uh, the case uh, Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse, all kinds of stuff. He's at it again. I have it for you, and I have some other news about COVID from California where they're not even caring about people's health. It's all coming up. It's saving. Hi, Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST. Hear how the craziness is happening in California. Throw him up over there, Ryan. Listen to this.
2: California health officials are saying if you're an adult and you received the COVID-19 vaccine at least six months ago, you can now get that booster shot. However, again, this has not been officially approved by the FDA or the CDC.
1: Small detail, right? Small detail. Now I want you to hear Blake Masters put out this Second Amendment uh, video on his his Twitter and social media, blakemasters.com. Uh, just minutes ago listen
0: this is a short-barreled rifle It wasn't designed for hunting this is designed to kill people but if you're not a bad guy I support your right to own one. the Second Amendment is not about duck hunting it's about protecting your family and your country what's the first thing the Taliban did when Joe Biden handed them Afghanistan they took away people's guns that's how it works I'm Blake Masters. I'm running for the U.S. Senate in Arizona, and I approve this message
1: because without gun rights, before long, you have no rights. Fearless. Holy. that There's nothing wrong with that. The only people that are going to be upset are the anti-gun crazies, the libs, the me. Oh, my God, this is just too much. No, that's exactly what we need, and it's the truth. In Australia, they're setting up concentration camps. I've seen the pictures. Electrified fence for people that refuse to get the COVID shot. They're sticking the unvaccinated in there. They have no gun rights. They, they can't have guns. Have a great weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. Stick with me on social.